This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin, and this is our 131st episode of Talk Direction. Now, some of you might be confused as to why this is 131 and we haven't had 130, but that's because 130 is part two of the medicine episode, and that episode's going to come out before this episode. So anyone who's watching, um, anyone who's watching this live can get this episode right now. But for anyone who's going to, like, listen just in, uh, just as, like, regular podcast, we'll get the episode after the second part of Medicine comes out. So, you still have number two for Medicine to come out, which, I mean, I can put it out anytime because it's actually already uploaded, but I don't know what day I'm going to put it out. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe today. I don't know. Um, but then this one will go up, uh, I don't know when. Not until for a while, I guess. But I figured, like, because I've just been to Harry's shows, um, I wanted to record this the sooner so that, like, you have all those things fresh in your mind. Um, Also, that means anyone who's listening to this as a podcast, there is actually video live feed of it. So if you want to watch the video, I am currently live streaming and recording myself on YouTube and that is going to be on the Twitter, and I'm also going to put it in the show notes to this episode. Um, so if you look at the show notes, it'll, it should have a link to um, the YouTube video, as long as I remembered. <laughs> um, and then uh, you can also find it on our Twitter. Um, and then Stephanie said, yep, it's recording, so that's good. And you go by Steph. All right, so that makes things very complicated. Steph, Steph, Sophia, Sophie, I don't know what else. Katie... And then I'm Caitlin. I mean, there's so many. And I actually, this is my, um, I, for anyone who's listening on the podcast, I, I said this before I record, started recording it, um, but I'm drinking a um, Starbucks drink right now because um, I got it before uh, the live stream. Oh, they didn't put my name on it. Anywho, I always put Kate on, I always say Kate at Starbucks, like, I didn't used to, but starting this year, I've just said Kate, because then they try to ask me how to spell Caitlin, and it's just like, it is too much, um, and I can't be bothered to tell them, so I just say Kate, but a lot of times they mishear Kate anyway, um, and they'll be like, what did you say, and I'll be like, Kate, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just easier at Starbucks, does anyone else have, like, a complicated name, so they just, like, make up a, a name at Starbucks, so that things go smoother? feel like that's a thing. Um, but yeah, so today on our episode, I am going to be talking about all of my Harry shows and I've sort of put down some notes on a Google Doc, but we'll see how closely I follow those. Plus, if you guys have any comments, anyone listening live right now, feel free to ask questions about my shows or comments about his outfits when I talk about those, anything like that. Because, like, these live shows, I really, really like to get you guys involved because it's fun that way. Um, but yeah, I went to three Harry concerts this past week, which is just crazy to think about. Um, I just, 
I feel super lucky that I was able to do that and it's been like a whirlwind of a week um and yeah every show was amazing and had like different little fun things about it so I'm excited to sort of go through each of the shows and then talk about just like Harry's live performance in general um and if you guys have been to shows again leave comments um, and let me know how yours was different or similar or your favorite parts of your shows um so that we can all talk about Harry um but yeah so I kind of wanted to say how I got tickets to three of Harry's shows when I had originally only had one <laughs> um so as many of you know I went to two of Harry's shows in the fall both of his London shows I had originally only had tickets for one of them but the night the first they were t there was two concerts in a row so I went to the first one and that night I ended up buying a ticket to the second one because the venue released uh some more tickets and I was able to get a ticket um to the show the next day so I bought it like the day before and so I went to both of his concerts and that was really exciting um but that was in the fall and then he obviously came back to London and actually he came I mean he came to England and did a whole bunch of shows and I went to his Birmingham show on Saturday and then I went to the two London shows which were Wednesday and Thursday I didn't go to the Manchester one because I was just too far away um and four shows is like a lot as well um and that's really expensive um but yeah so I went to I went to three of his shows and they were all so so amazing um and what ended up happening so I only had tickets to London night two to Thursday um and sort of like I just like over the course of after because I got those tickets even before I saw him in the fall and after seeing him in the fall and going two nights in a row I kind of realized that like going two no nights in a row it wasn't like I felt like you know the first night I had had my fill I definitely felt like going the second night was so worth it and for me even the second night was way better just because of where I was standing and like you can just have totally different concert experiences like depending on where you're standing or who's around you and that type of stuff and it was just so great the second night as well so it, it, I, it was encouraging to me to be like maybe you do want to get a ticket to more shows when he comes back in the spring so I was already kind of thinking that and I kept looking for tickets I was kind of watching them every single day to see where how prices were dropping because I didn't want to spend like an outrageous amount of money because a lot of people will upsell their tickets a lot which means like they sell them for a lot more than they're worth um so I kept like I had links open I just actually exited them um before I started doing this for like tons of different websites to sell Harry's tickets I used StubHub um Viago or whatever it's called I don't like Viago because they add on tons of extra prices um they and like for like a hundred pound ticket they add like 50 extra pounds and you're just like that's a lot of extra money um Twickets I think it was called which sells tickets at at like the value price or below so that's a really good one um and then I also had all the venue places up as well because sometimes venues will release tickets later on at some point 
um, if like certain tickets don't sell like as a part of the VIP packages so they might release them as a lower part of a different package so I checked up on those every day so as soon as Birmingham Arena released um, new tickets I knew because I checked them every day and they released uh, floor tickets and floor tickets for Harry's concert at Birmingham were super expensive on the other sites but when you're getting them from like the Birmingham Genting Arena site it's going to be like the price of a regular ticket so I was really lucky to be able to get them when the floor seats were released and I ended up getting a seat next to like the catwalk thing not directly next to it but like on the B like the on the floor in section B um, for like regular price I think it was ended up being like 60 pounds so like still expensive but you know if I'd bought from a different seller it would have been over 100 pounds or something um, and it, it would not have been that good of a seat um, so yeah I I decided to get that and then it was either than I think it was like the night before the O2 or a couple yeah either the night before I think the day before the O2 the first show I ended up buying a pit ticket for Harry and I just I saw some I think it was I think it was 99 pounds and then like you add on some money for like the charges or whatever it's cheap I got a, that one on StubHub the extra chargers are cheaper I think on StubHub than they were on Viago or whatever StubHub is big in the U.S. but it's not as big in England but I had no problems with it it was like legit ticket like I use StubHub in the U.S. all the time I've sold tickets there I've I usually buy a lot of tickets there um I think it was like 20 extra pounds like that gets added on to the 99 but that's better than 50 extra pounds um so yeah I um ended up getting the pit ticket sort of like I was just going I'm either gonna wait till the day of and like hope to get a pit ticket or I'm just gonna like spend this and feel comfortable and like happy that I got a ticket at all so I just was like you know what I'm just gonna get this you know I don't think the prices are gonna drop that much for a pit ticket so I'm just gonna end up getting it um in the comments Sophia Ruth said Birmingham Manchester was low-key the best one though London night one was the best suit though I agree oh my gosh I wish I was at Manchester yeah I didn't get to go to that one but London night one suit was amazing and I'm gonna go through all the suits literally so incredible I feel like I got some really really good suits like I wonder like if he's saving certain ones for like certain venues and different places um also there were rumors that he was filming for london like he was filming his um like his concert probably because we're going to get like a concert dvd or another apple music documentary type thing at some point um so i was like is he like purposely picking out his favorite suits so that like those are the ones that are going to go on the dvd or on Apple Music, the DVD. I feel like that's not really how we consume media so much now, but you know. Um, Stephanie said, I went to the one in Oberhausen, Oberhausen, Germany. I don't know how to say that, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm terrible at this. Um, and it was great. Actually better than expected just based on previous previous experiences with concerts in Germany like Harry's concert uh, Harry's uh, show in Cologne is that how you say it bit of a mess 
Uh, there was a sign outside London, I can't remember which day, saying things were being filmed. We're definitely getting something. Yeah, I saw it was for night one. I saw those signs. That's when I saw them on Twitter. And that was the night I was in the pit. So I was like, oh my God, like, guys, I might end up on Harry's DVD. I was at the back of the pit though. But like, some of those cameras looked like they like passed by me. And I'm taller than, it, especially like where I was in the pit. It was like everyone was shorter and then I was like up here. So, who knows? Maybe you'll get to see my wonderful dancing in Harry's DVD. I'll definitely be looking for myself if it was in the London one. If you were facing the stage, I was on the left, which I think was pit one. Um, so, yeah. Um, but that was very exciting. Wait, did I say Stephanie said that? Sophia said that. I don't know what I said. Um, but, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was, it was just like... It's just been a whirlwind of a week and it's just so hard to wrap my head around that I went to three concerts because like that's, I've never done that before. Um, and I was encouraged by a lot of you guys uh, that were like, go ahead, get those tickets. You deserve it. Like you should go see them a lot of times. And then I ended up doing that, which was like bad that I spent so much money, but also it was good because I'm so happy that I did it and I'm so glad I went to all three it was a hundred percent worth it um and so yeah that just like makes me really happy and I'm so glad you guys encouraged me because it was I've just had the best experience these past couple days so thank you for everyone who told me that it was a good idea to go to multiple Harry concerts it definitely was a good idea and it was a hundred percent worth it um uh, Stephanie says, yep, all pronunciations of German cities is perfect. Yay! Um, Oberhausen felt really low-key and intimate, and that story he told about going on holiday with his parents as a kid and playing volleyball and learning to count in German was really cute. Wait, was that the one where he, like, counted up in German, German and, like, didn't stop? That was really funny. Um, Alex says, or... It looks like Alex, but the space between the A and the Lex is kind of large. So I'm not sure if it's A Lex or Alex. I feel like it's Alex. Said, haha, definitely will be looking for you in the pit if any material is released. Yep, you guys, I swear. And you'll see me going insane. Like, I was just like, like, I rock out at those concerts. And especially my arms are always up. So if like, even if you can't see like all the way back, like my hands were definitely up. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. We'll see how that goes. Um, okay, so what else am I going to talk about? Um, let's just let, let me go through each of the concerts. And then I'll talk about sort of overall feelings as well about the songs. Now, like I said, I kind of just took some random notes. But I'm definitely not going to remember every little thing from the concerts. Like, when Karen and I did this for our One Direction concert, like couple years ago I prepared so much for the episode I like actually wrote down like notes I went back after the concert and rewatched the whole concert and like typed out notes for the entire thing because I watched videos over and over so that I had like things to say about every little moment but that's not what I'm doing this time this is me just sort of like spitballing everything I remember um Amanda said I love seeing like because I know you guys from Twitter, but now I'm seeing, like, your YouTube names or whatever. 
and sometimes they're not the same. So this is Amanda Swifty, but I know who it is. Um, at his said at his show in Atlanta last year, the crowd was a total mess. Harry was amazing though. I'm hoping his show here in June will be a better experience for everyone. Yeah, I know. Like I know you've told me that the um that the Amanda show that is not what I meant. <laughs> that the Atlanta show, um was like insane and I heard people say that it was like really bad that's why like London in the fall London night one was just it wasn't a horrible experience for everyone probably but like tons of people were passing out like we were all dehydrated it was so squishy and like overwhelming um that's why London night two I stood it back because I was like this is just too much so yeah like, I, I would, I mean, some people like, like, being super squished like that, and they don't mind it, um, but, like, I just feel like I enjoy concerts when I can dance, um, and when I have room to, like, move my body, um, so, yeah, like, if, like, definitely if you're, like, feeling overwhelmed up front, like, don't wait until the end of the concert to be like, ah, oh, darn it, I should have moved. Like, just move, you know? Like, just get out of there and go find a new spot and, like, go in the back and just, like, dance your heart out. I feel like that is good advice. Because I think sometimes you get it in your head that you have to stick it out in one place. Um, and then it's just, it just ends up not being worth it if you don't like that where you are. Um, Lucia is here, or Lucy Bellstar. I love that name. Um, <laughs> Lucia said, hi, this is Lucia. I don't know what my, my YouTube name is going to show up as. Haha, <laughs> I'm walking dogs right now, but I'm going to listen to this in my headphones. Hey, Lucia. Lucia was on the medicine episode with me and she was amazing. So, um, I'm glad you're here listening to me talk about Harry's shows. And Katie said, so for night two at MSG, I bought two tickets, FML. Do you think it would be better for me to go in the pit or up really close to the B stage. Um, for, t for night two at the MSG, I bought two tickets. Do you think it would be better for me to go in the pit or up? Wait, at MSG, can you like move forward and backwards? I'm confused. Leave a comment because I could have some really good advice for that. Like the pit, I'll, I'll talk about the pit when I get there. But, like, the pit was amazing at the show I was in because it was so small. So, you were, I was so close even though I was at the back of the pit. And it wasn't squishy. It was amazing. So, I think the pits at the, the shows that he's doing now are a lot better than the pits before that had, like, thousands of people in them. Now, they have maybe, like, 200 people. And it's spread out between, like, two different pits. So, it's super comfortable. Um, so I really, really loved the pit at the show that I went to. So highly recommend the pit. Um, if you want to be by the B stage though, then do that, I guess. Um, but I would say I would want to be by the pit more because, um, you're so close to the stage. There's a lot of room to move around and he spends most of his time on the main stage than, um, the B stage. If you're by the B stage, you'll only have two songs, but being by the pit, for the main stage, I felt like I was as close as one could really be. Like, even if I was closer, it's not like I was going to be seeing something really different than the people in front of me because I was so close. Um, yeah, so I think the pits at these shows is a lot better. If you had a bad experience in the pit, the large one, there's like, there's literally over a thousand people in the pit, which is, it means the push is a lot harder. 
it's a lot squishier it's a lot more chaotic there's not really room plus you can end up really far back the pits at the show that i went to in london really small really manageable there was lots of room um so it was really good um now lucio said "Ooh, now i wish i had a pit ticket yeah i i was like after being in that pit i was like i would do everything to continue to do that like next time he tours if he has a pit again it is worth it for me to spend the extra hundred dollars to buy in like an upcharged price because the pit was that good like that's saying something I think like I really really liked it hated it in London in the fall when the, the pit was huge except when I stood at the back but then you're a lot farther away you know, like in London, I was, I love, I liked the back better, but you're a lot farther away. The pit that I was at the other night, I was just super close, but it was still like roomy. Um, what else? Stephanie said, uh, agree to, uh, about having room being close to the stage in London last year was not a pleasant experience. Uh, Cologne was definitely, uh, I think, uh, uh, definitely like a pass out type of I might pass out type of experience yeah um agree and Stephanie agreed about the pit versus b stage thing as well um because it's really only two songs um yeah definitely try to get pit if you can for these like larger shows because the pits there's fewer tickets that's pretty much it so like there's you're gonna be close and there's gonna be room and it's like you know, you can go off to the bathroom if you need to, or you can bring water before the show starts. It's not like, it's not like you're, you know, I arrived at like, I think I arrived to the pit at like 8.30, like a half hour before Harry showed up. So like I was able to go to the bathroom and like get water and whatever. You're not dehydrated. You're not standing for hours. It's so nice. Um, Amanda said, I'm so glad I'll have a seat. It's at the back, like across from the stage. So I don't know what my view will be, but it'll be way less stressful. Yeah, that's the thing about like having a seat is like you don't have to stress about like getting there early, waiting in line, making sure you like, pee for the last time three hours before the show starts. Um, so having a seat is really nice. And now I've had, I had, for the these past three concerts, I had two seated in only one pit. So I'm going to speak to each of mine because I, I sort of got different views from each place I was um, because I had a pit ticket I had a floor seat that was farther back and then I had a seat that was in the like 400 so like way up high um, so I got to see the show from a whole bunch of different views and it was amazing every single time it didn't matter where I was like the show was incredible and you just have an incredible experience um, and like you get something out of the show different that like different from each one so like you know one night I was up close and could see Harry well but when I was farther back you know the rainbow was a really beautiful experience to be like farther away and see that from up high and you the lights made so much more sense from being up high so things like that like that you didn't you know each each spot you you get something different out of um and you're listening to Harry's music and you're dancing and you're having a good time wherever the heck you are it's an amazing show um, Lucia said, I kind of want to look for a pit ticket to the other sh show in my area now, even though I'm not supposed to be spending more money. Yeah, Lucia, I'm not going to not encourage you to do that. I think you should do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I encourage you to. It was amazing. And it's one of those things where you're like, I spent money, but it was 100% worth it. Um, so 
you know, I'm not someone who's going to talk you down (laughs) from doing that. Um, Katie said, did people camp out for the pit? Like, would I have to get there early? I think some people did, but like I said, I showed up at 8.30 p.m. and Harry went on at 9. And I was, I was like in the back of the pit, but the back of the pit was like, I was kind of on the side, like in the middle, near the middle of where Harry was, it was like more like 15 rows, but 15 rows is really small compared to the other shows where it was like 100 rows of pit. 15 rows, you're, imagine 15 bodies back. You're not that far back. Um, but if you move slightly to the side, I was like, you know, uh, I'm, I don't know, like nine people were in front of me maybe. So I was super, super close. And then that difference between nine people, it wasn't, it wasn't that big of a difference, you know? And it was, we were all kind of loose. So if I really wanted to, I could have gone up farther because it wasn't like super tightly packed. Um, but I was very happy where I was. I could see perfectly, like... He was extremely close to me, um, so you do not have to camp out for those pits. Um, definitely not. Like, I just showed up, and I was so close. But I think some people camped, but I, I don't recommend. I mean, camping, I mean, like, waiting in line all day can be a fun sort of fan experience. You get to meet other people in line, um, and, like, that can be really nice. But there's also a lot of downsides, like you can be cold, you can be hungry, you have to worry about peeing, you have to worry about like what you're bringing with you that you're going to have to carry and stand with in the pit. Um, I'll talk about my concert outfits too, I should put that in the notes, Um, because like that makes a difference. (laughs) Um, Like if you have a seated, uh, like if you have a seat, then you can put your stuff. I'm trying to I'm trying to talk and type at the same time. It's not working. Um, if you have a seat of a chair, you can put your bag down. You can put your coat down. But if you're standing in the pit, you're carrying everything on you. And something that might feel light after hours of standing with it on your back or even your coat around your waist, it starts to hurt so much. You don't realize like it. It's like you know. I could take this water bottle and it's really light, but if I did this, like a lot of times, I'm gonna get a real muscle workout. That's what it's like, except you're standing for hours with a bag on because you need food or you need a coat or whatever it is. So yeah, those are the downsides of standing. Maybe I should do like a whole like, maybe talk direction down low, like about pluses and minuses about like waiting in line. Cause I've done it for different shows. I did it for Ed Sheeran and I did it for Harry. Um, but then I've also not done it and I sort of, sort of have both perspectives, but it also depends on like who you are and like what you like and what you like, do you go to a concert and want to dance or do you want to go to a concert and like, you know, just watch the artist? Do you want to go to the concert because you're trying to get some really good pictures or videos? Like all that type of stuff depends on like where you're going to want to be. I want to dance. So I want to be somewhere I can move and like, I don't want to have to like hit the people next to me. But if some people want to be up against the front and, like, get some great pictures, then moving might not be something they care so much about, so they might not care if they're squished in. So it really depends on, like, what you like to do during a concert. Um, okay. Let's see. I lost my place of where I was in these comments. Um... Uh, Katie also said, oh, I'm also really short, so I don't know if I'll be able to see, but I feel like the experience would be so great. That's another thing. So I'm tall. I'm 5'9". Um, 
And when I was up close in the pits in the fall, uh, I still couldn't see anything, um, even though I was one of the taller people there, um, just because everyone had their phones raised and they block. But this time around, Harry's stage is a lot higher. So even with people's arms raised, you can still see Harry because the stage is like a lot higher. Um, at the smaller venues, the stage is lower compared to the pit. So it's, it, when, he, you, when people put their phones up, it blocks Harry. But at these bigger venues, he's not blocked because the stage is so much higher up. Um, so that was really nice as well. Uh, so you could see Harry the whole time. So I think even if, I mean, I'm tall, so like, I don't know what it would be like for someone who's shorter, but I would say you have a lot better chance of seeing him even in the pit. Um, and, and given that too, standing at the back might be better than being up close because you can sort of, if you're farther back, you can get the like correct angle to see him versus if you're like standing and there's someone who's tall right in front of you, you're not going to be able to see. But if you're farther back and that tall person's there, you can see Harry anyway. Um, so yeah, I hope that semi answered your question. Maybe like if there's any um, listeners who are shorter and who have done pit stuff, leave a comment here or on Twitter. Um, and yeah, if you want to leave your pit, I know like I've talked about my pit experiences a lot. Um, and some of you guys had different experiences than me. So definitely leave those on Twitter and like I can retweet them and stuff. And anyone who's contemplating pit tickets and, and say which show it was, whether it was last tour or this tour, because the bigger venue pits, 100% amazing for me. Smaller venue, didn't love them that much. Um, okay. Lucia said, I keep wanting to say Lucy Bellstar. <laughs> Lucy Bellstar said, um, okay, when your live stream's over, I'm going to go look for tickets and see what's available. Ugh. Oh, glad I convinced you. Um, Stephanie said, yes, being able to get a different view at different shows is great. We had great seats. We had seats a bit further away in the hundreds and I loved being able to see the stage slash lighting design. Yeah, it really like you don't get that up close. You don't get to see the lighting and like the way the stage is from up close. You can't really appreciate that in the same way you can from farther back. And there's so many people that put so much time into like the lighting for each um, song. So it's really amazing to get to see like that as well. Um, Katarina says, I'm here, but I'm, I'm late, but here. Hi. Hi, Katarina. Um, uh, Lucia said, yes, I want to know what you wore slash what you brought with you. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm going to talk about that. Um, I usually wear a fanny pack. She said, yeah, me too. Um, Amanda said, literally every show I've been to the last year, I waited several hours for, I'm honestly excited to a show to show up when the doors open and actually have energy. That's a huge thing too. Cause if you're camping out or like waiting all day and you've stood for hours, because a lot of times for camping, you get hours of sitting, but you also, once you get into the venue, you have like three, three and a half hours until the artist comes on. So if they let you in the doors at six, Harry comes on at nine. So if you don't want to lose your spot, you're going to be standing in the same spot for three hours and people don't really sit. So you're stood for three hours <laughs> with no water, not being able to pee, that type of stuff. So that causes a lot of problems. That's why people end up passing out. Um, so yeah, being able to show up and have a seat and not worry about that and not be tired from standing around and your back's not hurting from whatever you've held and you don't have coats on and blah, blah, blah. 
That's another thing. Going from freezing cold outside to really warm inside, you're gonna have to tie your coats around your waist um, or get rid of them. That's what happened at the concert in Harry, like in the fall, people just like left their coats um, outside and just like got rid of them because they didn't wanna have to carry them. A lot of times people will buy like cheap coats for that, but I don't have the money to buy a coat that I can get rid of. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, what else? Katarina said, I would have loved to have experienced Harry standing once, even if it's not the most comfortable experience. The pits this year look so much better than last year's. And I would have loved to camp. I've never done that either. All my concerts have been so easy. Yeah, I think, Katarina, you may have missed me saying this because you came on a bit late. I'm not sure what, what part you came on, but I said my pit experience from London this past week, incredible, highly recommend. It was so, so good. The pits are way better this year because the venues are bigger. So the pits, not as many people because most people are seated. Um, and you have a lot more room and you're just way closer anyway. Uh, so I highly recommend pit tickets for this round. Last round, I don't think it really mattered if you were in the pit or seated. And if you were in the pit in the fall, I would say go to the back <laughs> at those smaller venues. Being up front, you're going to get completely squished. Um, but like waiting outside in line with other fans is a fun experience. It is. I mean, you're freezing your butt off <laughs> a lot of times, but it can be fun. Um, Lucia said, sorry if you've already said this, um, but did you get all your tickets through ta Ticketmaster or were any of them resale? Yeah, I, I said that um, at the beginning. I said, I know you weren't here for it. <laughs> um, I, I said that I got, um, so I got my, I bought three tickets for the O2. The second one um, I got off Ticketmaster and that was the one I originally bought way back when during the pre-sale. What was annoying about that one was because I bought them in the pre-sale, I just bought a 400 ticket because that was all that was available at the time. But when the tickets went actually on sale to the general public, there were better seats available that I could not then return my old seats to get the better seats, which was so frustrating because they're like the same price, but better seats, but I couldn't return them. So that was frustrating, but I was taking a gamble because I didn't know if I'd even get seats. So I was like, let me just get these ones. It ended up being an amazing show anyway, but that is frustrating. So like if you like if you're buying during the pre-sale and there's an option to be like pay seven extra dollars so you can return these if you want to. Next time I'm going to pay the extra seven dollars because if seats become available that are better, you're going to want to return your worst seats and get the better seats. Um, so yeah, that was a bit frustrating. Um, but like I said, the show was amazing, even from the 400s. Uh, and then I bought, uh, the London night one, the pit one on StubHub, which I use a lot and StubHub is very reliable. They'll hundred percent, um, guarantee the tickets. Like if it, if it doesn't go through, you just call them. I've never had this problem, but I, you know, you just call and they'll give you another ticket. Um, and often you can get an even better ticket for the same price, but I've never had that problem. I've sold my tickets on StubHub and got money from it. And, um, like it's just, it's, it's a reliable site. It's not like a scam site. Um, and then for, um, no, sorry. That was my, that was for my Birmingham show. No, 
Yeah, that, that was when I bought the pit ticket on StubHub. So it was more expensive than a pit ticket would have originally been, but I just went for it. And then the Birmingham show I bought off the Genting Arena website. I think it took me to another website, but it was from like the original Genting Arena. Um, so that wasn't upsold, whatever, whatever that word is, <laughs> upscaled. Um, okay, Stephanie said, I've queued for both my shows last year and while London was fun, Cologne wasn't. <laughs> I definitely don't need to do it again. Yeah, I feel like I don't need to queue again. Um, that's something I've like done and it was fun that one time, but then it wasn't even worth it in the end, like in terms of where I stood because I didn't like being that close in the pit when it was that crowded in the fall. Pits this time, amazing. But again, I did not queue for the pit this time. I showed up half hour before Harry came on. I missed the opening act and had an amazing spot and no, and it was the back of the pit and it was amazing. Um, I feel like I've said that a million times, but I can't tell you how amazing the pit was. Um, uh, Katarina said, I'm never going to buy tickets on presale ever again. So many good tickets were available like a month before the show. And the closest I got to camping was Mannheim. I was dressed for waiting half an hour before the do doors opened. Then I had difficulties and we waited three to four hours in the rain, which was fun. <laughs> oh, wow. Three to four hours in the rain. Yeah, you definitely have to deal with the weather when when it's when you're camping outside. It can be like I've camped when it or not camp, but like, you know, waited all day in the boiling heat and then also in the really cold, cold weather. Um, so I feel like now the weather's at least like um, where I would go to concerts. It's getting warmer here in London. Like it's nice weather, but it depends on where you live in the world. Um, yeah, the presale, the presale is good if you can get a really great seat. Like if you get a picket, pit ticket on presale or a floor ticket on presale, that's amazing. But I, if I get like a 400 again on the presale, I'm just not going to take it because I think better seats will open up. You have a better chance of getting a better seat, um, for like some other, uh, like for the regular sale or even like as... Katarina said like a month before they released more tickets or for me like they released tickets the night before or a couple weeks before and then you can end up getting a really good seat so and I, I'll continue to do pre-sale just to try to get the best seats but if I get a really crappy seat I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy it um Stephanie said pre-sale versus public sale was so odd better ticks become available later same for Nile got really good tickets later yeah it's just, it's hard to know because you're like, I want to guarantee getting a ticket, but I also want to get the best ticket for the cheapest price. And like, uh, it's just, it's hard to know. And it depends on the artist. It's not like you can, especially because Harry hasn't toured before. Um, but like, if you're doing like comparing Harry to like Taylor Swift to, you know, maybe even a, a, a different like small artist, um, it's just going to be different. So it's hard to tell. It's not the same all across the board. A lot of times tickets will become cheaper the closer it gets to the concert because you're like, oh my gosh, there's so many tickets. Like we better make them cheaper. So, you know, cause no one's going to buy them. But oftentimes it also happens where they get more and more expensive the closer you get because the people are buying the tickets. So there's not that many. So the prices go up. So it's like, you're like, oh, I'll wait to see if it gets closer to see if the prices drop. 
But if it's a time when prices are going up, then you're kind of screwed. Um, so it's just like, it's hard to tell and you just try your best. Um, Amanda said, I've told this story so many times, but my last show, there was a hurricane that day. So I ended up getting pneumonia before the show started. I got barricade and then had to leave because I could not breathe. That is horrible. I'm so sorry that happened to you, Amanda. That literally like is the worst. I can't imagine. You it, like sometimes when you're so sick, like even being at a Harry concert, it's like it's not it's like you can't. It's just, you know, sickness is horrible. Okay, let me I keep reading your guys comments cuz I love them, but I need to um I need to go back to my um thing. Okay, so let me talk about my concerts. Keep leaving your com your comments cuz I'll keep reading them. Um, but so let me start with Birmingham. So, um, I arrived, I took the train from London to Birmingham, which was over an hour. I think I took the Virgin trains, which are like the faster ones. Um, and I had to pick up my ticket at the venue. Um, and for Birmingham, I had a seat, so I wasn't worried about lining up or anything like that. Um, but I arrived on the train and I walked out, um, and it's like a bit of a, it's like a five minute, seven minute walk from like the train station to the venue, but it's all kind of like indoors. It's all connected. Um, and then there was Harry's merch stations, like stood up outside the venues. Um, and I have videos that I'm going to put up on the Patreon, patreon.com slash talk direction. Um, I don't film concerts because I just like, I'm really in the moment for those. Um, I, f I feel like that sounds like such an idiot thing to say. I'm so in the moment. I can't film. But I don't, I don't actually like take my phone out really ever during a concert. Maybe to put up a light. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have footage of like other things like venues and lines and like people and just like me talking and my outfits and all that type of thing. Um, so that'll be on the Patreon once I edit the video um, of all three of my concerts. I don't know how much I filmed of the third one though, but the, I mean, it was at the same venue as the second one anyway. Um, but yeah, so I arrived and I went to the merch station and I ended up buying the Treat People With Kindness bracelets. Do I have them here with me? I have one of them on my water bottle. So I've put it here and it says Treat People With Kindness. Um, and it's like this elasticated, um, hairband thing. If you're just listening to the podcast, I'm like showing it in the video. So if you want to check that out, it's on YouTube. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's like a hairband. I also, um, I've been wearing the black one on my wrist. Um, but I didn't, don't have it on today. Um, and I put the pink one on my water bottle and there's also a silver one. I have to figure out where I'm going to put that one. Um, but I, I thought they were really cute and the money goes to charity. I'm not sure which charities it was, but I bought, I got it at the Birmingham one. I think it's just like local charities. Um, and it was eight pounds. So like super expensive <laughs> for three little elasticated hair ties, but they're really cute. And they're one of the cheaper things that he has. Um, and it's definitely like just one of those things that like, you know, is a hairy thing and like only hairy fans will know is a hairy thing. Um, but yeah, I really liked it. It was cute. Um, and then these little ones are just hair ties <laughs> that I keep on my water bottle. Water bottles are great for stretching out new hair ties so that they like are the right amount of like elastication, elasticatedness. I don't know what the word is, you guys. Um, but yeah, so I bought those 
and that I was meeting up with one of my listeners, um, Sophia, who was so sweet and uh, offered to let me stay at their house, which was amazing, and um, their parents were amazing. So thank you so much, Sophia, for doing that. Um, so yeah, I met up with them. And I had like a backpack just like with my overnight stuff. I felt like I was going on a sleepover, which was very exciting because I haven't been on like a sleepover sleepover in a really long time. Often like even when I'm back home and I'll have my friends over, like it's often to my house. So I don't really like pack a sleepover bag. Um, but yeah, so I just, <laughs> I was trying to bring like the most, like the least amount of stuff I would need. Um, but yeah, so I just, I didn't even really pack a change of clothes because I was like, I'll just wear my clothes home back on the train. It was because there was no train late enough after Harry's concert to get back to London. So Sophia offered to let me stay um, at theirs, which was really, really nice. Um, so yeah, we walked, dropped off my stuff, talked about a whole bunch of 1D stuff, which was really fun. Um, and we had some really good chats. Um, and it was just, it was good to like, have someone else because I go to these concerts alone a lot of times um actually all of all of them <laughs> pretty much um like the ones in the fall I went to I went alone Niall's concert I went alone but like met up with a whole bunch of um online friends which was exciting and then I like my tickets for the first two Harry shows in London I was alone um but like Sophia and I hung out like before and after which was really nice um, but yeah, so we eventually, like, when we got back to the venue, we had to split up, um, and I went to go to my seat, so I was on the floor, section B, if you're facing the stage, I was on the right side of that, like, sort of catwalk thing that he walks down, um, and there were six seats on either side of the catwalk. And I was the one that was farthest out from the catwalk. So I was, I thought I might be like closest to the catwalk. Um, because I was seat number, I, I was either six or one. Um, and when I looked at it on, I'm still not convinced they did it right. Because when I looked at it on line, my seat was like on the innermost. But then when I showed up to the venue, I was on the, on the outermost. So I was like, did something get switched around here? And you could see that like, the numbers on the seats, you could peel them off. So I was like, to people in my row, like switch them around or whatever, <laughs> but whatever, it was fine. Um, uh, so yeah, I was on the like last one from like the aisle, but I was also at the very, very back of the bees. So I was like the back corner of the bees. So like there was no seats behind me until like way farther back. Um, so I could go out around behind my row and get to the like barrier of the catwalk as well. Um, like pretty easily cause no one was behind me. So like, it wasn't like I had to push through anyone, which was really nice when the time came. Um, so yeah, so I had that seating and um the concert happened um I don't know what else to say like he came on like the entrance was really dramatic um, I'm gonna like sort of I guess go through the entire concert later after I do each of my things each of my concerts um but let me talk about his suit so he wore this beautiful like bright blue suit um to the Birmingham show that had 
black stripes up the legs and it was just like a really beautiful blue suit like I really love the color there's nothing like you know so new or detailed or whatever like you know the pirate suit was like an incredible I think that's still my favorite the pirate suit was just like something wild and amazing um, but this blue suit looked amazing on him but it wasn't like oh my god this is brand new information what tv show is that from you guys do you know um let me read your comments <laughs> hold on um doo -doo -doo -doo. the two random things i want to know about uh, regarding london night two are the hair throwing incident and did you see nick grimshaw love him so i need to know i will get to both of those stephanie um, OMG, those hair ties sold out so fast at Oberhausen that I didn't get any. Yeah, when I was in London, I heard the guy saying, oh, that was our last one. Um, but I was at the Birmingham Arena show. Like, I, I arrived really early because I had to go back to Sophia's house to drop off my stuff. So I arrived there at, like, 4 p.m. So when I bought it, not many people had arrived yet, so I was able to get them. So if you're the hair ties, definitely try to get them if you want them. Get them early, I guess. Or try different. A lot of times there'll be huge lines for some of the merch stands. But if you go to another area of the venue, there'll be no one. So make sure you check to see if you don't want to wait in a really long line or if something's sold out at one of the merch stands. Go check some of the other ones. Um, Katarina said the hair ties are actually amazing. Don't deny my hair and hold up. Don't dent my hair and hold up. Way better than Invisibobble. I haven't tried them in my hair yet. I need to do that. Um, I usually just use like two of the thin hair ties. Um, I'm also wanting to get my hair cut. Like I'm desperately wanting to get my hair cut. You know when you have that feeling of just like, ah, I need to cut it. Um, uh, Katerina also said they said in Munich they were sold out to, to one group I was with. At the time, another friend met up and bought us them from the same booth. Weirdest English ever. No, <laughs> sorry. Um, no, don't worry about your English. Like, I can't speak any other language. <laughs> so, your English is awesome. Um, and then Katie also asked me if I saw any. And Gemma, his friends in London. Um, Stephanie said, they actually work as hair ties. Nice. I checked outside and at one of the booths inside. Nada. Oh, well. Probably, maybe they'll, probably, maybe. Um, they might come online, perhaps, later. I don't know. But yeah, if you're going to try to get the hair ties, I guess, go early to the venue, maybe. I don't know. Um, I'll let you know about the Anne Gemma situation. I didn't see them. <laughs> I didn't see them there. Well, let's leave it at that for now. Um, okay, so back to the blue suit. This is like a mishmash of an episode, you guys. I hope you enjoy so the blue suit was beautiful. He looked lovely. Um, so I was sitting, let me talk more about my seating. So this is how like the people you stand next to or sit next to can really change a concert for you. Because if you're in an area of people that are like huge fans and are dancing and like really into it, that can inspire you to get into it. That can make you feel like, you know, really awesome and happy and into it. But if you're sat next to people who aren't into it, that can put a damper on things. So I was sat next to the boyfriend of a girl who was like a seat over. So it was me on the end, the boyfriend, and then his girlfriend. And she must have been a Harry fan 
But he was not a Harry fan, very clearly. Um, he, like, kept leaving throughout the concert. He, le- he must have left, like, four times to go get more drinks. He had, like, six bottles of beer, like, at his feet. Um, <laughs> and, like, I'm trying to enjoy this show. Um, the, the leaving didn't bother me as much as, like, not having someone next to me who was also as into it as I was. Um, just because, like, I really go for it at concerts. And I was like, I'm not going to let this guy, like, ruin my experience. Because I knew he wasn't a fan before the concert started. Because before it had started, he turned to me. And I was kind of just, like, scrolling through my phone. Um, and he turned to me and was like, oh, I'm getting ready to, like, plug my ears when this concert starts. All the screaming or whatever. And I was like, you know, he was trying to be, like, relatable to me. Like, maybe he thought because, like, I was alone... Like, and I just, like, wasn't doing anything that, like, maybe I also wasn't a huge Harry fan. But I was like, bro, like, that is, you're talking to the wrong person. Like, I'm the one who's going to be screaming. I'm the one who's going to be dancing. So get ready for that. Um, But yeah, so that was kind of like, I would have rather to have big fans sitting next to me, you know. That would have been nicer for me. Um, But I, I just, like was like, I'm not going to let this guy make me feel like I shouldn't be myself, which I think can be a hard thing where like, especially when you know someone's not a fan or, you know, someone else isn't going to be dancing. It's hard to be like, I'm not going to let that bother me. But I, I was like, you know what? I'm never going to see this guy again. It doesn't matter if he doesn't think it's cool. Like, I'm just going to go for it anyway. So as soon as the concert starts, I was like up dancing, singing, whatever. And he probably was like, oh, I didn't realize (laughs) that she was also like everyone else at the venue. Um, But yeah, so that was kind of annoying. And then at some points he was kind of like singing along to the songs, but like making fun of them, which was rude. Um, There was also like a group of guys farther up on the right that I could see. They weren't near me enough to to bother me, but like I could see them all like making fun of the songs at different parts especially when what makes you beautiful came on and they were definitely drunk and I think that's the thing about the bigger venues is the small venues were so hard to get tickets to that it was mostly like fans there weren't a lot of other people that were just like buying a ticket to a Harry concert it was mostly fans but because the venues are bigger here more people can get their hands on tickets So you have people who've just, like, decided to go to a concert that aren't, like, you know, huge fans. So they're the people that, like, are going to leave and go get drinks in the middle of it or get drunk. And, like, I don't know. I saw some older, like, people, like, who were drunk and, like, talking to the security and, like, being really annoying. And I was just like, can you not? Like, can you be respectful? It's really rude. Um, So... I think that's the thing about these, like, bigger venues that um, you get more of a mix of people. There's good and bad about bigger venues, I guess. Um, But yeah, that was one of the sort of downsides that I saw was that it's not just pure fans anymore. It's, like, tons of fans, but also, like, other people who've just, you know, decided to go to a Harry concert on a Thursday night. Um, So yeah. and what else was I going to say? Um, let me read the comments again. Katerina said, 
Um, I had that situation at my Berlin concert. The girls next to me weren't into it and I wasn't able to talk to them because they weren't really able to understand or speak English. The seats on my other side were left empty so I had a lot of space to dance but I couldn't, but I was completely on my own in my small section. Um, Stephanie said the seats on one side next to us were empty too so we had a lot of space. Yeah, about the empty seats. I, I was on the end of my row, so, like, I didn't have to stand so close to the guy, <laughs> so I could, like, sort of step out into the aisle of it, so I was farther away from him, but it, it's so annoying when you're by someone who's not as into it as you are, and, like, you're just, like, even, especially if you're alone, like, I was alone at that concert. I mean, Sophia was somewhere else in the audience, but for the concert part, I was alone. Um, so, yeah, it can be, like, kind of annoying or sad when you don't have people around you that are also into it but I say you know what like screw them like it's hard to say that because it can be very like self-conscious type thing but I was like I'm not gonna let this annoying guy get in my way of my one like awesome time that I can dance and sing to Harry and he's up there um but yeah um Um, Stephanie said, we did see someone who had pretty much all of Louis' tattoos on their right arm, so that group was deaf into it. Oh my god. I've never seen anyone with, like, real 1D tattoos. That's crazy. All of Louis' tattoos. Wow. That's some dedication. Louis has some pretty cool tattoos, to be honest. Um, alright. Let me get down to the best part of Birmingham. The moment we've all been waiting for. Um, so... Because I was on next to the catwalk and I was the very back row and I had, I, I wasn't the innermost seat, but I was the outermost, but because it was back, I could just go out and back this way up onto the catwalk part. So when Harry was coming down, I walked out and got a spot right against the barrier and um, across. So what happens is there's a long line of the barriers and fans are up against it. And when Harry comes down, he sort of like walks close to one side to touch people's hands, walks to the other side. It depends on how big the barrier is. But I think he wasn't really able to touch both sides of hands all the time. So it wasn't like if you were up against the barrier, you were guaranteed to touch him. But because I was at the back, like I was the end of the barrier before he went to the B stage, um, both sides of the barrier were lined with people but for some reason, on the side across from me, so the opposite side, the people on the other side of the sort of catwalk, um, their row, their like line of people ended about like six people before our side ended. So it wasn't like he was going to have to choose what side to go to because there was no one left on that side for about six people when our side had, was filled with people up for like six more people at the end so I knew that when he came down he'd be coming to our side versus the other side because no one was across from us so it was like it was like I knew this was gonna happen which was really exciting like it was like there was no doubt in my mind it wasn't like oh my god am I gonna touch him am I not I was like all right you're going to touch Harry Styles when he comes down um and that was very exciting so Mitch came down first, so Mitch is the guitar player, and he walked down, and I touched Mitch's hand, it was sweaty, <laughs> um, understandably, um, and I had my hand out like this, so it was the, 
Yeah, it was my left hand, and it would would have been my hand would have it would have been his left. No, I I can't do this. What is that? Yeah, I guess his left too then. Yeah. Anywho, so yeah, Mitch came down, touched his hand. Mitch is like super small. <laughs> I didn't realize both of them were so small. Um, maybe like just because I'm tall, but I, Mitch can't be that tall. And he just looked like petite in general. Um, yeah, so I touched Mitch his hand and he walked down and I could see Harry was like down the line and he was like, you know, meeting fans. There was someone he stopped nearby maybe to talk to. I don't know if it was like um, part of the sunshine group that had come. Um, Alex said, you were blessed with Mitch's hand sweat. Yes, I was. That guitar playing sweat. Perfect. Um, so yeah, so so Mitch goes, then Harry, I see him down there slowly making his way. And I just knew I was going to touch his hand because no one was across from us. So it was like, where was he going to go? He was going to touch our hands. Um, so I had my hand out and he came down and he touched it. And as he like walked by, because he's walking by, I'm going to try to do this in this video, you guys. <laughs> so he's walking by like this. My hand comes out like this, touches it. And as he walks by, I end up touching like his shoulder as he like walks by of his suit. Um, so he's wearing the blue suit. So I touched the blue suit as well. Um, I don't remember if Harry's hands, hand was sweaty. It was just like, it was all just happening so fast. It was just a blur. Um, and it was, it's weird because I want to compare it to when I touched Taylor Swift. Because the same thing happened at the red tour for Taylor Swift. Karen and I were both there. Um, and we were at the end of a section on the floor and she was walking back from the B stage to the A stage and she came like directly at Kara and I and touched both of our hands. And in that moment, like my adrenaline was so high. I was so excited. Like I was like, oh my God, because I think we didn't, we didn't for that show, like we'd shown up, we really wanted to see Ed Sheeran, but we also liked Taylor Swift, but we didn't know anything about her show really about like her walking and where she'd walked past and we didn't realize we had end seats and all that type of stuff so it was like so out of the blue with Harry I knew I had bought a B ticket like a B section ticket so I kind of knew like it might happen maybe not but then when you know I got a good spot against the rail and then I saw no one was across from us I kind of knew that it was going to happen so it wasn't so much like this adrenaline rush it wasn't like oh my god I touched Harry Styles like it wasn't like that it was more like this just like feeling of like calmness and happiness where you just kind of like oh, smile and you're like oh my gosh that was real that was exciting that was nice but it wasn't like this entire like adrenaline rush I don't know how to explain it I don't know if any of you guys touched his hand or had like different experiences, but like from what I see in a lot of the videos, everyone's like having an adrenaline rush, but I, I didn't feel that way. And like, it was more just like a calming, like, like, wow, that was really cool that I got to touch Harry Styles because like, you know, I love his music and I don't know. It was like, I felt like I should have had this like big adrenaline rush because I did have that with Taylor Swift and like, I love Harry Styles a million more times than Taylor Swift, but it was more just like a wow that happened that was really cool like I don't know maybe it was because like it just happened so fast or like I don't know it was just like a really like heartwarming like special thing rather than like an adrenaline excitement if that makes sense um 
Uh, Katarina said, I was at the barrier um, at one of my concerts too, so unexpected, and I thought the same. Mitch is so small. <laughs> I wasn't lucky enough to touch Harry, but I don't mind it that much. Being that close to him for 0.5 seconds was enough for my poor heart. Yeah, that, that was the other thing. Like, it was so much about, like, getting to see him up close as well. He didn't make eye contact with me, but he was, like, making eye contact with the people next to me. I wish he'd made eye contact with me. That might have been, like, even more exciting because then, like, you're really seeing each other. Um, but I think that was the thing with Taylor Swift, too. Like, she looked directly at Kara and I, which was really exciting. Um, but what was I saying? Yeah, just, like, getting to see him. He was he, he was taller than me, I think. But I don't think he's six feet. Like, I know if you look up Harry Styles' height, like, different websites, like, give him a range from, like, 5'10 to, like, 6'1, which is definitely not true. But I'm 5'9, and he wasn't that much taller than me. Um, and he's, like, just petite as well. Not as petite as Mitch. Mitch is a lot tinier than Harry. But it's so hard to tell people's height and, like, whatever from just, like, looking at them on a TV. Like, it was just, it was just strange. Um... All my ice has melted, so my coffee is very watery right now, but I'm still drinking it. Um, Katarina said, I really can't judge that. I'm 5'2", so everyone isn't, everyone isn't that tiny from my perspective, but I expect Harry to be a bit taller. Um, Stephanie said, I'm living for that story. You think the reaction has to do with the thing you discussed with Lucia about him feeling familiar. Yeah, I sort of, wait, let me get to Katarina first. I, yeah, yeah, so for Katarina, he probably looked tall for you, I guess because I'm tall, and like, it seemed like he was more like my brother's height, I think my brother's like 5'10 and a half, or like my dad, like, or like, he, he must be like around 5'11, I would like to get his actual, like, height to know, but he really, he didn't seem super, super tall to me, but again, I am 5'9, so, to someone 5'2, he might, <laughs> he might seem taller, um, but yeah, Stephanie, I think, I think it did have to do with that. I think like with Taylor Swift too, like she just seemed like this huge superstar and like probably at that time with One Direction, if I had touched them, I would have had that same like adrenaline rush. But I feel like as we talked about, like it feels very like familiar where like I feel like not that I know Harry, but you know, it's more of a sense of, like, this is a guy who's, like, around my age and he's doing his, like, awesome art and I really respect that and that's so cool and I'm an admirer of his artistry and, like, like, I, I really support him and love him. But it, it, like, so it made it, like, a special moment of this is really, like, special and heartwarming rather than, like, oh my god, I touched this, like, and crazy superstar person. Like, it was, it was just, like, I don't know. I feel like that's just how I see him too. Like when I'm watching him on the stage, it's more like I can imagine him being a guy my age who's just, you know, gone really far with his talent and like had an amazing opportunity to do something like so awesome, but it doesn't make him like so alien to me, you know? He's just kind of like a guy my age <laughs> that like, I don't know. And I didn't always feel that way about like One Direction. Um, and I probably don't feel that way about everyone, like, who's famous, but I think I feel that way now with One Direction. I think it was the Talk Direction Down Low episode, too, I was talking about this, where I had a whole discussion about, like, being friends with a famous person. Could you do it? Could you be friends with them and it be normal? And I kind of did conclude that, like, I feel like very quickly you'd, 
you know, you just be like, we're both people, we're both humans, like we live on this earth and we have things in common. And it's like, you happen to have this really like amazing talent, but you've been given the opportunities to like go out and like do these amazing things. Um, and you're in a profession that gets looked at a lot by the public. So like I'm going into like psychiatry. It's not a profession where like people become famous usually. Um, but like that's a thing that I'm going to do and that'll be like my thing that I'm talented at. And Harry happens to do something that does get a lot of attention. Um, and it doesn't make you lesser of a person. Um, so yeah, I feel like definitely Stephanie it had to do with that whole like familiarity thing um, that I've talked about. But, like, it was still really awesome that I got to touch him. It just wasn't, like, an adrenaline high. It was more just, like, a, like, special, like, wow, that happened. That was cool. Like, I don't know. Like, I like afterwards, he went to the B stage and he sung Sweet Creature and If I Could Fly. And those were, like, the perfect songs for how I was feeling. Because it was just, like, I could sit there. Like, I went back to my seat and I had, like, um, sort of a barrier thing up behind my seats too so like I rested my arms and just like watched and was like this is really special like it felt like heartwarming and special um and like I guess that's how I would describe it and I sat and listened to like Sweet Creature is my favorite song well Sign of the Times as well but like I love Sweet Creature um so yeah that just like made it really really nice I mean I was watching him from the back <laughs> because I was he then went forward so I just got the butt shot but it was still really really nice um, and I just kind of, like, soaked it in that I had just touched him. And when he came back through, I, like, I didn't care about touching him again, you know. It was, like, I had that experience and it was really wonderful. Um, yeah, it was just really special. Um, so, what else do I have? Um, yeah, I feel like that's everything specific to this concert. Um, and then afterwards, I met up with Sophia again, and we talked about the concert. We talked about Louie and Liam and Zane and Wendy and pretty much everything, which was nice. Um, and I slept over at their house. And then in the morning, I got the train back to London. Um, yeah, so that was, that was Birmingham. And... Then I had, so that was on Saturday, and then Wednesday was London Night One. So, London Night One uh, was the night I had a pit ticket. So, as I've said, the pit was incredible. It was amazing. Um, I arrived, I missed the opener. Um, I probably could have rushed in to see her, but I just kind of wanted to, like, get some water. Um, <clears throat> and, uh like go to the bathroom and like not really like rush about it but Mabel was really awesome she's a really good singer she did a cover I forget which one it was but it was really pretty um and her songs were good as well I just didn't know her songs as well um like I had I guess I knew Muna better or like now I've known Muna better I guess um but yeah she was really good but I didn't see her I only saw her the first night <clears throat> in Birmingham um, but yeah, so I arrived late. I was like, I'll just end up wherever I end up in the pit. Like, I'm not going to worry too much about it. Um, but I hadn't realized how close the pit would be. So when I arrived, I was at, I mean, I was at the back, but people were still sort of coming in, but it was so small. Like, 
maybe there were a hundred people on my side and a hundred might sound like a lot, but if you really think about it, I always think about like 10 people in a row, 10 by 10, like it's really not that many people. Um, especially compared to the pit in the fall that was like thousands of people. Um, so so small and I was like, had a perfect view of the stage. Um, and I had lots of room to move around. Um, so that was like really, really exciting. And, um, I just like could see Harry so, so well. I could see his whole outfit well. Um, I could see him really, really well. <clears throat> I was so close. Uh, and I could dance and like sing and yeah, it was really nice. I feel like the people in the pit weren't all dancing. There were a couple people dancing, but not that many people dancing, even though we had room. So that was kind of like a little bit disappointing. Like I wish, I just generally wish more people danced at concerts. Um, cause like most people dance, will dance for Kiwi, but I dance like like people dance for kiwi usually the whole time obviously you're not jumping around for a song like two ghosts but like you know i'm i dance the whole time and i just wish more people did that because i think that's like so fun and like you get encouraged to do it but i even if people don't i'm still dancing um but i wish like people in the pit danced more <clears throat> um but i had a perfect view even if people had their phones up it didn't matter because he was so high up um on the stage the stage was a lot more raised so there was no problem seeing um and yeah I just I like really danced a lot admired his outfit admired Harry um I want to talk about this suit because this is one of my favorite outfits he's worn so far I love the pirate one but this like definitely comes in at the top as well um so he wore these black pants that have gold stripes gold sequin stripes down the side and he wore a pink velvety like cropped suit jacket with a white shirt and the jacket looks like the jacket of a prince it's got like really fancy like prince design um button-up type things a black collar that's rimmed with gold um it's just pink and gold and beautiful and oh my god in person this was the most beautiful outfit like literally the light would catch on each sequence and like he would shine like it was so amazing because these these like this shimmery stuff is really chunky you know sometimes like the glitter suits are very small glitter but this like a, a piece of light a piece of light <laughs> like light would reflect off of it and it was so gorgeous like I can't tell you how beautiful this suit was but honestly in person I didn't know his nails were painted until I saw the pictures on Twitter I wish I'd seen that. Maybe I just like, I could have, I probably could have seen it given how close I was. Um, but I just don't think I noticed it. Like I didn't look for that, but I saw online that he'd painted his nails black and wow, it just completes his entire look. Um, this honestly, he just looked so wonderful in this suit. Um, I just, I really, really, really love it. So that was really cool. Um, at one moment I remember too, um, like when he was playing his guitar, the light bounced off this off his guitar and there was like this huge beam of light coming off of it and I was like oh my god he's a literal angel like this is wonderful um so yeah it, it was really really cool um then at one point he sang happy birthday to people in the audience and one of the people's name was Caitlin so I was like oh my god now I have Harry singing happy birthday to me um for the rest of time now people can send that to me on my birthday um so that was fun 
Um, what else? Um, oh, after the concert, when I was, when I was, uh, like, when the concert was over and we were all just kind of still in the pit, um, and the lights were coming back on, these two girls who had been behind me, um, like, tapped me on the shoulder and was like, I just want to say, like, you are the best dancer I have seen here tonight. Like, you were amazing. And that just, like, made me so happy because... Like I said, I really go for it with my dance moves at concerts and like you see everyone else just kind of like, you know, swaying and then like there's me like, you know, a little bit more extreme and it can be kind of like, I don't know if people are looking at me and going, why is she dancing like that? Like, why is she so weird? But these two girls were so nice. I wish I had gotten like their Twitter handles or like told them I had the podcast or something, but I like, I didn't know how to do that. It's weird to be like, hey, I have a 1D podcast. Um come find me um but they were so so nice and like I don't know it just like made me feel so happy that they didn't think I was weird (laughs) and like they actually like genuinely wanted to compliment me on my dancing so that was really sweet if those two girls ever hear this or see this like you made my night for sure um and like they looked cool too like they looked like really cool girls and then they told they were so sweet so like really treat people with kindness guys it makes a whole bunch of difference um also at one point another girl who was standing next to me asked me during the period like during before the encore before harry came back on she turned to me and was like are you i forget if she said like phoebe or something and she asked me like if i was someone because i reminded her from someone from Tumblr and I was like no I'm not I'm Caitlin but like I love how you know often at these shows you'll be like hey isn't that the person from Tumblr I know or oh my gosh I've seen them on Twitter um so we were kind of like joking around about that um so even like even though I went to the concert alone like I was still able to talk to some people around me which was nice um and everyone is just so many people are so nice and then you see stories of people who are like not being nice at these concerts and you're just like why why like Honestly, spread the love at Harry concerts. If you see someone, you like their outfit, if you like their dancing, like tell them because like that made me feel so happy when they told me they liked my dancing and I didn't feel like I was like being annoying and dancing too much. Um, So yeah, just like treat people with kindness. Harry said it best. Um, But yeah, that was very, very nice. Um, Oh, also I wanted to say before he comes on for his encore, There was nobody, at least I noticed it, London night one, no one really was screaming or chanting or whatever. And I know we know he's going to come back on because like that's what they do these days. Like everyone has an encore, but it still feels right to still scream for them to come back on. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because back in the day, they'd only do encores if people would scream and chant and want more and actually want an encore. But now it's sort of expected, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't scream and chant. So I was a little disappointed when people just kind of stood there, like, expecting it. I'd rather people, like, you know, still scream to show their appreciation. Um, But, yeah. Um, What else do I have to say? And then after the concert, I went and got a Starbucks and waited in a long line to get back on the tube or the subway. Um, But... Yeah, it was really good. So, oh, let me talk about concert outfits at this point. So I actually ended up wearing the same outfit to all three concerts (laughs) because I found this outfit and I liked it. And I was like, this feels good. This feels comfortable. Um, I'm going to wear this. So I wore 
my comfy blue jeans with a black tank top crop top uh, with a flannel over it and depended on the night um, I wore different jackets on top of it so when I could when I had a seat I brought a heavier jacket but when I was standing in the pit I brought just a leather jacket that I could tie around my waist because I didn't want to hold it um, both nights when I had a seat I brought a purse um, because you can just put that at your feet but the night that I was in the pit I brought a fanny pack um, because you just like I said earlier anything that you think is light when you're standing for that long it'll become really heavy so having a fanny pack or in the UK they call it a bum bag around your waist holding the weight like around your waist is going to feel a lot more comfortable than something on your back because it's going to end up getting really heavy or like even a purse across the shoulder or something like that getting a fanny pack is so nice and you just put the essentials in so I had my phone in my fanny pack I had my phone I had some muffins just in case I got hungry and they let me have those in the venue um I had my backup like charger and a cord I had headphones two pairs of headphones gum what else did I have um just like I think I had a tampon just like real really basic essentials that you need I definitely recommend investing in a good backup phone charger you can get them at like cheap stores so like clothing stores or like forever 21 sometimes sells them but they're gonna die they're not gonna be very good and they don't charge the phone that much I have is it Sony I don't know I got it at an HMV and it was like I think it's about 15 pounds so like more than like the three pound ones you can get um, but I highly recommend it because that one will go it can recharge a phone like three times before you have to charge it again so you don't have to worry when I was at Harry's concert in the fall and I waited outside all day long I barely had to use that to charge my phone and I was on my phone the entire day outside in the cold um, so I highly recommend investing in a good one that is by a good brand um, that will have your phone charge for multiple times um, so yeah looks look some up because they're worth it for sure um, so I brought that in a charger as well in my bag um, but I think that was it when I had my purse the only difference was I brought a water bottle this water bottle um, and I would have water in it before but before you go in the venue I would empty it out um, sometimes they check sometimes they don't so it's better just to empty it out beforehand um, because once you get into the venue you can then get your water bottle filled up um, just like at one of the bars or like food stations so then if you have this they're not gonna like have you throw this out before you go in because it's like it's a reusable water bottle you're gonna have to throw out other water bottles that you bring but if it's a reusable one and it's empty you can bring it in from my experience um, and then have it filled up with tap water uh, often when you go into venues and you buy bottles of water they'll take off the top and throw it away so now you have an unopened bottle of water which can spill so that's why I like bringing my own um, because the water will be free instead of really expensive and you'll have a top you can put it in your bag whatever you can even fill it up in the sink in the bathroom <laughs> I do that all the time <laughs> um, so yeah that was the difference when I was in the pit when I was in the pit I didn't bring a water bottle so it was not gonna fit in my bag but I got a cup of water beforehand before the concert started had some and then before Harry came on I threw it out um, it was so they filled it up so much so I had to like put it in the garbage like super full I was like I don't know how to deal with this um, but I was like it's not my problem 
no, that's a bad, that's a bad example, but I kind of was like looking around like, should I pour this in the garbage? So I just like tried to do my best. Um, but yeah, I feel like those are my concert essentials. Definitely backup charger, headphones for the, the two brides, sometimes some little food snack after the concert, you can get really hungry, your wallet, that's the other thing I had my wallet, and ticket, very important. Um, let me see what these concerts are. Um, I mean, concerts, <laughs> comments, you guys. I really have to pee right now because I've drank this whole drink, so maybe that's why I'm not thinking straight. Um, Katerina said, I never really saw Harry on the B stage. I had floor seats two times, and as I said, I'm so tiny. And the one time I actually saw him, I saw his back. It was okay, though, especially in Oberhausen. Yeah, I just I just saw his back, <laughs> too. Um, but he has a nice back. He has a nice bum. His bum is so tiny in those outfits. I think that's what I saw because because the pink outfit had the crop jacket, so you could really see his butt in it. And he just looks so tiny and petite. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's a weird comment, but I definitely noticed that. Um, what else? Um, Katarina also said, I just admired the crowd that was lit up in the rainbow lights. Mabel covered Fix You by Coldplay. That's it. I was like, it was some band, Maroon 5 or The Script or something. Yeah, that was a really beautiful moment. I like, I, lo I love that, that cover. Um, Stephanie said, uh, she did Coldplay, Fix You. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that was lovely. Um, people did so well with the Rainbow Project in Oberhausen. Yes, the lights were beautiful. Um, Amanda said, I never knew how to dance at, I never know how to dance at concerts because I just feel awkward trying to. Don't feel awkward, just go for it. That is the best advice I can give. I literally, I'm like, mm -mm. like I do a lot of these hand waves and like whatever. And I, I know like the most uncomfortable, I feel like it's, I, it's, I, it's, what am I trying to say? I didn't always dance this much. I feel like as I've gone to more concerts and put myself out there dancing more, the more comfortable I've been and the more I realize I'm never gonna see anyone else again, so it doesn't really matter. Um, and I know like one of the biggest steps for me was like keeping my hands down low to realizing like, you know what? I'm gonna be brave and put my hands up. And like, cause like putting your hands up is a lot more of a statement than just like kind of keeping them down low. Um, I should do like a video about like how I dance at concerts, but like I do a lot of fun moves. Um, but I would say just practice in your room and then go to the concert and do the same thing. And it doesn't matter if you have a boyfriend next to you who doesn't like Harry or people around you who are just there because they got money to see a concert. I don't know, just, just go for it. Um, Stephanie said, holy crap, that pink jacket was amazing. Yes, it was. Katarina said, I usually dance a lot too, except for when I'm filming. I thought it was quite sad that maybe 20 people out of the thousands danced during Mabel's set and her saying Harry's name got more screams and applause than her actual performance. The suit of London One was so beautiful. I lived, I loved everything about it and the painted nails. Yes, I know. It is sad when like the support acts like don't get that don't get like the support and like applause and dancing. Like dancing is fun, even if you don't know the music, like even if you don't know the artist, like I still like dancing. I was up for Mabel's set when I went the first in Birmingham, I was up dancing. Um, Cause she's really good. Even if you don't know the music, you can still like have a good time. Like seeing live music, you don't really get to do that that often. So when you have the chance, I'm like, I'm just gonna take this chance and go for it. 
Um, Stephanie said, here for the nails. Yes. Um, Amanda said, that's amazing. I always try to find people. I love saying my name. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so behind on these comments, you guys. Uh, Katerina said... At Amanda, it doesn't matter. I dance like a noodle. Just enjoy yourself and dance if you want to. Harry's concerts are such a safe space. I regretted not dancing during during Muna last year. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like, I would probably regret not dancing more than I feel uncomfortable dancing, you know? Uh, Katarina said, I was almost the only one at all of my concerts who's danced during Mabel in my block, but I was fine because I had so much fun. Um, portable chargers weren't allowed at any of my shows I went to. Some got through, some got taken away. Oh my goodness. That's so annoying. Wow. Well, that sucks. That means you don't want to bring an expensive one, <laughs> but mine got through fine. You can often, like, if you have a, they don't usually unzip bags inside your purse, so you can put it in, like, maybe a, a side zip. I don't know. Sophie's here. Hi, Sophie. Sophie says, hello. I thought that they'd throw my Hello Kitty water bottle away if I brought it. Caitlin is the best dancer ever. Oh my gosh, Sophie, thank you. Yes, yeah, Sophie saw all my dance moves. I'm not even on our concert yet, if you're still here, Sophie. Um, I'm on London Night 1, but Sophie got to see all my moves, London Night 2. Um, okay, anything else um, that I was going to say? Yeah, so in the pit, uh, when I got there, uh, I think when I went to the bathroom, I took my flannel off. So I had the black crop top, took my flannel off, tied it around my waist, took my leather jacket off. It was a thin leather one from like Forever 21. Tied that around my waist as well. Um, and I had my fanny pack on. So like my arms were free to dance. I had nothing with me. When I was sat seated, I had like coats and flannels, took those all off still in my crop top and put my purse on the floor. So I would definitely recommend if you have pit tickets, bring as little as possible because even if you're gonna be cold on the walk back, I think it's worth it to be cold for a walk back and not be boiling or holding so much stuff or like that type of thing during the concert. That's just my opinion. Um, so yeah. And those of what the videos of what I'm gonna, uh, what I wore are going to be up on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Um, so yeah, I feel like that was everything from night one I'm trying to remember but yeah I I can't recommend the pit enough like it was so cool to see him up so close um I really really I was just so happy that I bought that ticket and especially with that pink outfit it just looked so beautiful um and like when he's saying sweet creature and on the b stage like I went to like the other side of the pit like the back of it and just kind of watched from there but there was like because it was so loose I could just go right back to my spot it wasn't like I was like losing my spot plus I was near the back anyway so it didn't really matter but a lot of people in the pit didn't like move to the other side of <clears throat> the pit when he went to the b stage because they wanted to kind of hold their spots but honestly it wasn't there weren't it wasn't like that crazy of a spot to hold you know um yeah that was London night one it was pretty amazing <clears throat> and exciting um then on to london night two this is gonna be a long episode you guys i'm only on london night two and i haven't even talked about like the set list <laughs> um but so london night two i arrived and i met up with sophie who i think is still here um and we met up at acosta outside the o2 um and yeah i've known sophie for a really long time 
through the internet, through Talk Direction and Twitter and Instagram. Um, so it was really, really lovely meeting her. And we, we had these tickets, like I bought them knowing we were going to meet up, but I'm trying to remember when I bought them, but it was like, it must have been in the summer or something like that a long time ago. Um, so it was like crazy to be like, oh my gosh, we're actually getting to do this. Um, and pretty immediately we went and stood in, stood in line for merch, <laughs> um, which was bad, but also good. Um, and I ended up buying a t-shirt, which I'd pretty, been pretty good this round of not buying merch. And then I ended up buying a 30 pound t-shirt, which everything is just so overpriced. It's like really ridiculous, but I got the black t-shirt that has the pink shirt, the pink picture of him playing the guitar. Um, so yeah, I'll show it in a video at some point. Um, but I really liked it. I got it in a medium. That's what my, the other two, I have, I have the pink sweatshirt in a medium, the treat people with kindness shirt. All of them are medium and the, uh, which one? Oh, the concert venue shirt as well from the fall. Um, but yeah, this time around I got the, the elasticated bands and then in Birmingham and then in London night two, I got the black t-shirt with the pink picture of him with the guitar and it's a really lovely shirt. I quite like it. Um, Sophie got the tote bag. I was debating the tote bag. It's not great quality for sure, but I might want it at some point because it's really pretty. I feel like he also had, he also had a tote bag that said treat people with kindness. I like that one as well. Um, I have to go look online. Maybe they'll come online at some point. Um, but yeah, so we got that and we wandered around the venue and then went to dinner, which was really nice and got ice cream. And like, we just like weren't worried about time because we had seats. And so like, that was nice that we could just like chill out before the concert. Um, Stephanie said, yes, I got that shirt too. I love the muted pastel colors. Steph's the best shirt this time around. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't love all his merch this time around, but I do like that shirt a lot. Um, so I'm happy with it. I love the pink color. It reminds me of Sweet Creature and just like his album cover in general. Um, but yeah, so we went to dinner, got ice cream. I had a burger. It was really tasty. Um, we just chatted, which was really nice. Um, and <clears throat> eventually it was time to go into the concert and we were up in the 400s over on sort of like the right hand side of the venue if you're facing the stage. Um, and so we were pretty high up um, and we sat in our seats, but then we could see that there were open seats near us because like the O2, while it was like sold out, um, it wasn't fully filled um like maybe the concert venue like sold all the tickets but like people who were reselling the tickets they didn't sell them all so there were there were empty gaps up top and I noticed that night one as well so there were enough room so we ended up getting we just moved down a bit and got a whole row to ourselves so we could like spread out our stuff and have room for dancing which was really nice um so we did that a couple minutes before Harry came on um and so that was nice. So at first we were like, oh my God, is someone going to come? Like every time someone would walk past, we were like, don't come in our row. Don't come in our row because they're not our seats. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, there were even like boxes open. I was like, oh, we could go down and sit by in one of those like fancy boxes. Um, but no, we didn't do that. Um, 
Um, oh, to answer someone else's question from earlier about seeing any of, like, Harry's family or friends, I knew for both the London shows that Harry would have friends and family, and I knew, like, some YouTubers would probably be there, like, Zoella and Mark and Alfie usually go to Harry's concerts in London, so I was, like, very aware, like, who's gonna be here. Um, for London night, no, for, in Birmingham, I saw Jeff Azoff, and his girlfriend, Glenn, um, I mean, they're Harry, he's Harry's manager, so he was there, but I saw him in, like, the sound area, sound area before the B stage, but because I was at the back of the B line, I could see him pretty well, um, and then London night one, I didn't see anyone, and London night two, I didn't see anyone, but I knew that people would be there, so, like, after going back, like, at home, I was like, okay, on Instagram, who was there? Who was watching Harry? So I didn't see Nick or Zoella or Mark or Anne or Gemma or, and there's multiple other people that were there. I didn't see any of them, but I knew that they would be there. Um, and I was like looking around, but like night two, we were so high up. I knew I wouldn't be able to see, but um, <clears throat> night one in the pit, I didn't see anyone from where I was. Um, but yeah. So I didn't see anyone, but I knew their, their people would be there. Um, but I have seen Gemma. Um, but I'll, I don't know when I should tell you about that. But that was on Friday I saw Gemma, which was not at a concert. But it was also very exciting. And she was about this far away from me. Legit. <laughs> um, so back to my story. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, Sophie and I had... So to be clear, Sophia was the person I was with at Birmingham show. And then Sophie was the other person I was with at London night two. And then London night one, I was alone. <laughs> um, I think Sophia was still at those shows, but I didn't see them. Um, and then London night two, I know Johanna was there as well, but I didn't see her. Um, so yeah, so things about this one, we could really see the Rainbow Project like happening so during Sweet Creature there was so when I was in all the other places when I was in Birmingham and London Night One um I didn't ever get any like paper with a thing on it to tell me what to do with the project it never reached wherever I was um and you can see that from the pictures not every single person has something because like it doesn't end up getting around to everyone but for what it was when I saw it for London Night Two there was a little plastic baggie that said like during Sweet Creature, like, put this over the light of your phone, and it was pieces, pieces of a sticky note, like, ripped up, um, and you would just put it over your phone light, so ours was, like, green, I think, um, so for Sweet Creature, we put that over our phone light, and that's how we created the rainbow, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so not everyone had one, but enough people had it to make the rainbow, um, and that was really, really beautiful to see from up so high. Um, we could just really get the whole view of the rainbow. And that was really, really beautiful. Um, so I loved that moment. I really love that we do like rainbows now and it's fan done. And every concert seems to have a rainbow at some point, um, which is really lovely because it's so pretty. Like, obviously, it's supportive of like LGBTQ plus people, but also it's just really pretty as well. Like, it just it's a combination of like it just feels like so much love you know it feels like i think the best part of it is that you can see every individual light 
and you can be like that person is showing their love and support and whatever and that person and that person and there's just it creates a huge giant thing but you also see every individual person putting their light um and it like creates this giant supportive love moment which is really beautiful um Sophie said, I wish we could have sneaked into a fancy seat, but we had the best view of the rainbow lights. Yeah, we really did. Um, Sophie said, poor Caitlin had to put up with me crying over sweet creature. Um, yeah, no, it, like Harry's, Harry's shows really bring you like to all the different emotions, crying, laughter, excitement. You just hit them all with Harry's show. Um, and like on that, on, when he's on the B stage, sweet creature into if I could fly is definitely an emotional moment for sure. Um, so yeah. I feel like a lot of people cry. I, I haven't cried at Harry's shows, but, like, I know other people that have cried at Harry's shows. Sophia said that they were crying a lot as well. Um, but, yeah, the, the rainbow was so beautiful from up high. Um, so that was really cool. And the fact that I actually had a sticky note that I could participate in because the other times I didn't. So I just kind of, like, looked at it. I know you can also sort of get, like, an app that puts a color on your screen, but it's not nearly as effective as having, like, a sticky note or a piece of paper over your light. Um, but, yeah, Sophie and I danced a lot. We grooved out. We had a really good time. Um, I've, one of the things I noticed from being up so high, like, as I said earlier, you could really see the lights so well. Um, Harry has a lot of cool lights. He has, like, these rows of lights that end up, like, moving like this, huge like bars of lights that move back and forth throughout his like set which is really cool um I forget what song it was on maybe Carolina I don't know but at one point there's like this big flashy pink thing of lights and that looked so cool from far away I really really liked it um and you could just like I, I could also see like lights all the way around the stage like the stage looks so much smaller from up high and like you can see like the b back of the stage almost and like the lights that go all the way around the floor and I couldn't see that at all when I was up close and like for different songs there's actually lights on the floor that like create different things um so that was cool and you can see where the like light that hits Harry as he walks across the stage the spotlight comes from so far away and like there's this big stream that comes through um also he has the big disco ball that comes down for if I could fly and then I think it was down for sign of the times as well and I could feel at parts like it's sort of this disco ball that has holes in it the light shines through but like where the light's shining changes and I could feel at parts it kept hitting exactly where Sophie and I were like I could feel the beam on us um but that one's really pretty as well I wonder why he only puts it for like two songs because um, it's not down for like the whole B stage it's only if I could fly and then I saw it later for sign of the times um, but yeah the disco ball is really cool um, and that looked like really cool from up high but um, yeah the lighting you could appreciate so much more from like up in the back um, what else when I was up close London night one I could really see the art that was happening um, like behind Harry, like the kites and the butterflies and the mountains. I wasn't always focused on that, but it was really, really beautiful. Um, what else did I have to say? Oh, his outfit. Um, there were so many moments when like Sophie and I turned to each other and we were like, oh my God. And like once his outfit came onto the big screen, that was one of them because we couldn't see his outfit in detail from where we were. Um, but, like, as soon as he was up on the big screen, like, we could see that it was, 
leopard or cheetah i know some it's one of the two and i know people are like it's definitely this like people are like why would you think it's this one it's this one whatever i forget forget which one it is um i don't know leopard versus cheetah maybe i should google this leopard print let's see if this fits no it's gotta be cheetah then yeah i think it's cheetah print cheetah print uh no they look the same to me gosh darn it maybe it is leopard i don't know leopard print versus cheetah print and um, this is what i'm going to do right now they look very similar okay cheetah it was cheetah i think the pictures i got were the same that's why i couldn't see a difference i think it's got to be cheetah then oh uh, oh who knows um, but yeah, oh my gosh, this suit <laughs> was incredible. Um, I'm obsessed with it. It is such a cool suit and I hope they did film this. I hope they really filmed L night one and two for London because his outfits were amazing for both of them. It's just like a completely cheetah print, leopard print suit, flared legged. He's got a black shirt underneath. Um, I like that he's been wearing tank tops underneath because you can imagine how sweaty he gets with both a long sleeve shirt and a suit jacket on over top. Like back in the fall, he'd end up taking his suit jacket off, but now he's been keeping it on because I mean, that's part of the look. Um, but because he gets so hot, he's been just wearing tank tops, but I can't tell if this is, this doesn't really look like a tank top, this one. Um, but man, this suit is cool. Um, and this is an Alexander McQueen outfit. The other one, the pink Prince one was Gucci and the blue one was Calvin Klein. Um, so things about this concert in like particular, there was a funny moment where um, <clears throat> like instead of singing happy birthday to someone, uh, someone held, a couple held a sign up that said, it's our like 32nd anniversary. I think they were there with their daughter. Um, and Harry was like teasing Richard, the guy about being there. And like, <laughs> he's like, he said something like, Richard was like, all I want to do is get a takeaway and sit on the couch. And this is where I've ended up. Um, but that was really funny. Um, and then one of the greatest things was this Haribo catch. Haribo. Haribo catch. Um, that was amazing. So someone in the audience had Haribo. And, like, Harry likes Haribo, apparently. Like, he had his own, like, one on the stage the other night that said Harry Bo. So they must like custom make it for him. I saw some picture of it um, separate from this Haribo incident where the audience member had Haribo and they were throwing it to Harry. And then Harry said, um, try throwing it into my mouth and legit the person in the audience threw it and Harry went and reached his neck out and caught this freaking Haribo from the audience. And like, he was so excited. Sophie and I turned to each other and we're like, oh my God, did that actually legit just happen? Um, and that was insane. From up high, we couldn't tell if he caught it, but it was pretty clear he caught it um, because he like, you know, dropped to his knees and was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, that was really amazing to experience in person. And like, there's gifts of it. You can li li literally see the like gummy bear or whatever fly into his mouth and there's a picture of it like right before it hits his mouth so harry is talented in many many ways i for sure would not have been able to catch that um but yeah that was pretty amazing um so yeah that was also a great concert and yeah sophie and i just had a really great time it was nice to be able to like stand with someone who i knew who also loved harry 
Um, because like I enjoy going to concerts alone. Like I have a great time, but it's also nice to go with someone that you know and you can like, you know, bond over Harry together. Um, uh, Sophie said, woman had the pink lights during the na 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 nas. Ah, yes, that's what it was. I love woman. And those pink lights just like made it everything. Um, like we're just like, um, Katarina said, never noticed that disco ball was used for sign of the time. Interesting. It may have just been for London, like, cause I hadn't noticed it either, but I had probably been facing the front, but because I was up high for sign of the times, I noticed it was on. Um, Katarina also said the visuals were so amazing too. I still don't understand what the rubrics, cubes, small kites, etc., stand for <laughs> as a theme, but it's nice. They use the geometric design for little stand-up signs during the VIP experience too. Oh, that's nice. Um, I like that they keep it consistent. Um, Amanda said, I've only been to concerts alone, so it sounds nice to go with someone you know. Yeah, and like, again, Sophie was someone that I didn't know until the, I mean, I knew from online. Um, so it's nice to like meet friends that you've never met in person and then like it's great to meet them at a concert because like you're both connecting over something you love so much. Um, so that was really fun. Um, so let me just get into like Harry's set list and concert in general now that I'm almost two hours in and really have to pee. Um, <laughs> so he opens with Only Angel and it is like the most epic opening. Like, the screen is down, and it slowly raises, and he's standing there, like, and you just... Oh, actually, before the screen raises, you hear the, should we just uh, search romantic companies on Netflix and see what we find? And everyone screams, because that's how we know the song starts. And then you hear the, ah, and, like, the screen slowly raises, and you're waiting for Harry to be like, ow, and, like, start. So that was a really, Only Angel was really epic as the entering song or the first song. I still have coffee left slash melted ice water. Um, that's a really great sound that's going to be on the podcast. Um, but yeah, Only Angel was awesome to begin the show. In the fall, he began with Ever Since New York. So it's good to like get that change up. Um, and then he goes into Woman. I feel like Woman Live is so amazing. Like, I really, really love Woman as a song in general. I feel like we don't speak about it enough. Like, it doesn't get that much attention. It's one of the songs on the album that doesn't get really that much attention at all. Besides, like, oh, the duck noises. Um, but, like, I really, really love Woman. Like, I feel like it's just such a jam. And live, like, I just get into it a lot. So, um... I really enjoyed that for sure. And those pink lights were so cool. Um, <clears throat> um, oh, what else? Ever Since New York is next. And that's also a great one live. Um, I think, I mean, the live version's really, really good compared to the studio version. Um, and there's definitely that feeling of like everyone just getting in and like raising their hands and being like, tell me something I don't already know like there's just like this collective feeling with it um for people watching this video my hair is like literally so greasy like it's like <laughs> I can like move it out to the sides and it stays there it's it's not I'm not that clean today guys did not shower but I was like I'm doing a live video anyway 
um, yeah, ever since New York was really great. Then he does this thing, like, before Two Ghosts, and I think, again, after Two Ghosts, like, before Carolina, where he plays these little guitar riffs, which are new. That didn't happen in the fall. I don't even know if they happened at all the concert stops on this leg of the tour, but he does all these, like, guitar notes, and he's really showing off his guitar skills. It's almost like, like, a little interlude before... Um, the song starts but they're really pretty I'm not sure what it is though like I don't know like what he's doing if he's just like strumming his guitar or, like <clears throat> testing out different notes but it sounds really pretty it's like the little interlude before um, <clears throat> two ghosts starts and then it goes into two ghosts and that's a fun one I really like that one I feel like there's a lot of good lyrics in two ghosts and I know we just did not do it justice when we discussed it back in the fall um, I like wish we could redo that episode uh, but I really do like that one and that one I'm like jamming to like when the guitar comes on I'm singing da -da -da! like I just sing it all out um, but yeah I think there's just so many fun lyrics with that one where you just like same lips red same eyes blue like you can really get into the lyrics <sighs> um, what else? Then Carolina. This is one of the best ones live. I feel like this is such a good one to dance to. Um, and it's just, it's a very sexy song. And you're just like, yeah, she's a good girl. Like, I don't know. Now I'm just singing every song and I don't have a great voice. I'm sorry. I'm like making you guys all listen to this. Um, <clears throat> but I feel like in this moment, especially when I was in the pit, I had this moment when Carolina was on where I was like rocking out so hard to Carolina, like singing, she's a good girl, like whatever, like dancing. And I just thought like, this is the perfect example of, you know, having that feminist critique side, but also being able to thoroughly enjoy a song, especially live. Cause I'm going like in the back of my head, if someone watched me dancing to this, they might go, oh, she doesn't realize that this is like really anti-feminist and there's a lot of like sort of misogynistic things in this song. And I'm going to my head, no, no, no. Like I understand the misogyny of this song. I understand why some of these lyrics are like not so cool, but I am gonna rock out to it and dance my heart out to it when I'm live. So it was just kind of this like funny moment where I was like, if someone saw me, they might think like, you know, she doesn't really know what she's talking about. Like, this isn't great. But like, it really shows that people, if someone just watching from the outside wouldn't know that like, you know, we have these type of discussions on Talk Direction. Like you guys all contribute to them. You know, we're able to have hold two ideas in our mind at once. One that like, you know, Carolina has some problems feminist wise but also like it's so much fun and the music's great and I want to dance to it when it's live and like have a good time and honestly Carolina is one of the best songs I feel like it's just so much fun despite there being problems and we haven't done a song discussion on Carolina yet I really want to do it um because I feel like it is one of those songs that I love so much but there's also problems with it so yeah I need to do a song discussion on that but I just like felt that in the moment when I was dancing to it. I was like this is such a perfect example of like fans being multifaceted where, you know, you can hold multiple thoughts about someone in your head. It's not always an all or nothing type thing, but man, that is a fun, sexy song to dance to. Um, then he went into Stockholm Syndrome. And again, this one, not my favorite from 1D. Don't like the title. Uh, I think there's like, you shouldn't be talking about Stockholm Syndrome 
in a song and like using it in that way because it's actually a serious thing um but like when it was live I was dancing I was jamming you know I don't even actually know if I know all the lyrics to that song but I was singing lyrics I don't know what lyrics I sang but I think what's great about Harry he's really like changed up the versions that he does <laughs> um like the both he did Stockholm Syndrome If I Could Fly and what makes you beautiful and he really makes them his own especially what makes you beautiful and Stockholm Syndrome he turns them into these like rocky songs um so they're really fun moments especially like those are the moments that everyone in the crowd gets really really excited for those two songs um so there's like extra energy and like that's when people start dancing and I'm like why isn't everyone being this energetic for every song like you know um but that's fun that like that kicks up the energy a lot um then there's just a little bit of your heart, which is good. I enjoy the song and I like dance to it and stuff. Um, but I'm not like, it's not like my favorite song ever. Like I would, I wouldn't mind if he replaced that with another song. Um, but it was good. Um, then after just a little bit of your heart, it goes into medicine and wow 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 that is just an epic song live it is so good um it's so much fun to dance to um in the live version i did what was what night was it that i definitely heard the boys and the girls are in instead of here so i really don't know what it is not that in versus here matters that much but it's annoying that we don't know the real lyrics um but yeah it was just so much fun to dance to and scream the boys and the girls are here I mess around with them and I'm okay with it that was a great line um you can hear everyone like getting into it but you can also see like some people don't know the song at all and then I'm like jamming out and some people don't know it and then you feel like you're like in the know and you're like yeah yeah you don't know this Harry song it's been out it's been out um but yeah that one that one's so fun to dance to and sing to um so that that was a highlight for me for sure then he goes into meet me in the hallway and that's just so beautiful live the strings and everything like it just it's very haunting feeling and that's the one that the end extends and that's when he ends up walking to the b stage um and then you have this really beautiful moment of sweet creature and if i could fly and what i noticed most about those two songs is there's a lot of harmony that the audience join in on so for Sweet Creature, it's him and Mitch on the stage, only them, and um, Harry singing, but like the audience does all the harmonies to Harry singing, which was really, really cool, and you can hear that, um, <clears throat> and I really loved that. And then Mitch leaves, and for If I Could Fly, it's just Harry with his guitar, so that's really showing his guitar talent. Um, Sophie, who uh, I was with for London Night 2, plays the guitar, and was saying like Harry is really really talented um, and like can play the guitar really well so that was nice to get like insider information I cannot judge those things because I don't play instruments um, but it was cool because he's the only one who plays for if I could fly um, and uh, you I loved the part where you can hear the audience going I feel it I feel it like because we know that those are the words and we know them from like one direction but you know when it comes to live Harry's not singing those words but the audience fills it in so I felt like for both those songs there were really special moments because it felt like the audience was singing with Harry to make the song complete like doing those other harmonies to match Harry's or you know singing the background lyrics to make it a full song rather than just singing along with the song 
we were contributing. So I liked, I really appreciated that for both of those. Um, <clears throat> so then after If I Could Fly, he goes back to the main stage and he performs Anna, which is so, so good. I love Anna. Need to do a song discussion on that one. It is such a fun song. I keep saying it, but I feel like it's like the perfect example of a fun, well-written not not lyrically like wow oh my god the lyrics are amazing but like musically and like the chorus is so catchy and I don't know it's just like the pinnacle of fun dancey like sort of uh sexy fun lyrics I don't know um so I really really like it and I think performing it live there's just so many good moments you can really jam out in the chorus and like it's like one of those lyrics that you want to like spit out like bam like I don't know I don't know what I'm saying I'm making a lot of hand motions but like it's a very like scream those lyrics feel your feelings type of song um so I really I really loved Anna Live so much fun and he goes into what makes you beautiful as well um and that's definitely a moment where the whole crowd gets into it he sings like this rocky version but a lot of the audience sing like the regular One Direction version. So you can hear like the different versions going on. And there's like this like weird competition thing that's really cool and like brings you back to 1D. I was singing the rock version because like that's the version I've heard so many times now that he's been doing that live. Um, but I love that you can hear the audience singing like the 1D version as well. And again, that's a moment where everyone just gets so hyped up. And I'm like, I wish we were all this hyped up for the entire concert. Like, I feel like that would just, the energy needs to be there for the entire concert. Um, and then after that, he goes into Sign of the Times and he asks everyone to put, put their lights on and some lights are still rainbow because of the piece of paper, but most of them get taken off and it's just white lights. Um, and I put up my, my light and was swaying, but then my arms get tired and I kind of just want to like dance and feel it. So then I'd like put, put it in half, put, put my phone away halfway through um, and just like sort of dance and sway to it. Sign of the Times live, so beautiful. Um, he's just like really, really good at it. <laughs> another, another song the audience does like harmonies to. Um, I don't know. I feel like he's just gotten so strong singing, singing Sign of the Times, especially given so how hard it is of a song to sing. Um, and then it's the encore and he, he's, he's like very upfront about it. He's like, I'm going to go off and we're going to pretend I'm leaving, but you know, I'm coming back on for a couple more songs. Um, which I think is funny. Um, and so then he comes back on and does from the dining tape from the dining table, which is really beautiful. I really appreciated on all the nights that I went, no one like well, some people do scream annoyingly, but no one screamed at, like, the played with myself, which I just think is kind of rude. Um, people have been starting to do, like, clapping when he does, like, the, um, like, the parts that go higher and higher, the different harmonies, um, which I thought sounded cool. Um, so that, that's cool. Um, but yeah, that was really beautiful live. Um, and then it goes into the chain. Um, and also earlier he like introduced or not, he like wanted to thank everyone who works backstage and like who helps put on the production, which I thought was nice to acknowledge that. And then, um, before the chain, he introduces his band, um, and it goes into the chain and honestly, oh my gosh, there's a bug. Ah. Um, whatever it can be there. Um, honestly, like the chain is so good live. They do such a good job 
it's one of I think it's one of my favorite songs he does and it's not even a Harry song like but it's up there in some of like maybe top five of the songs he performs um I love it it's just so good live I'm like I'm just blown away by it every time and it's such a just such a fun song it makes me want Harry to cover every Fleetwood Mac song it makes me want to go to a Fleetwood Mac concert um it's just, it's just got such a beat, a good beat, and so many good lyrics, and it's definitely one you can dance to. Again, it has, like, those, like, catchy lyrics that you just want to sing. Um, so, I really love The Chain Live. So good. Um, and it seems like Harry really, really loves it as well, given that he's still covering it this time around. Um, and then he ends with Kiwi, and again, such a great ending. Um, I wish he was still doing, like, the double Kiwis, because... He, he would play Kiwi twice in the fall. He played it twice for both my concerts that I went to. I know he didn't do that for everyone, but I wish we still had the power to, like, make him sing it again. Um, but, yeah, Kiwi Live was so much fun, and people get super into it. And, um, again, it's like you feel that surge of energy from everyone in the crowd. Um, so that is very exciting. Um, and it's just such a good, such a good one to end on, you know? Um, the energy's high and it's silly and crazy and he goes wild and everyone else goes wild and um, yeah it's just really fun and all the ending pictures of him like blowing the the water up first of all did you guys all see like the twitter hashtag that was like kiwi challenge where like fans tried to do like the I don't know the whale thing Harry does with the water and it was so funny watching all those videos because it's really hard to do that I don't think I could do spit water like that um, but yeah, it was so funny watching all those videos, but Harry's so good at it. And the pictures that his photographer, Helena, I think her name is, or Helen, Helen or Helena, um, she gets those side pictures of him blowing up the, the water and they are so good. Like, first of all, they look like he's legit underwater or in space. I don't know, but like, it just looks so cool. So I love that moment at the end of every performance he does that. Um, he has to get the timing right. Um, but yeah, so, and then that's the end of the show. And as soon as, like, the lights will go off and he, they all leave. Harry, oh, I forgot to say, um, when Harry comes back on from the dining table, it is this amazing moment. This was also one of my favorite moments, just lighting-wise. So when he comes back on from, from the dining table, there's these set of stairs. At least it was at my show. I don't know if it's on every show, but he has a set of stairs that he walks down and up. And that's how he, like came on the stage in the first place and when he left to walk to the B stage he used these stairs that like go into the stage so when he walked up this the lighting was all white and it was sort of like foggy and you could just see this black like silhouette walking up and the white light all around him it looked so angelic and he's coming on in the opening notes of from the dining table so so beautiful like that was one of the best moments I think like when I was with Sophie I was like watch this like it's about to happen. That's what I also loved about going with Sophie because she's never seen One Direction or um, Harry Styles or anything like that. So it was like I got to experience her first time like watching Harry and like how amazing that was. I loved that. Um, but um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, sorry, I'm reading the comments here. Um, um, ba -ba -da -ba -ba. I'll get, I got to those in a second. Um, but yeah, so when the concert ends, um, <clears throat> the, like, lights go black on stage and the rest of the band leaves. Harry had already gone down the stairs at the end of Kiwi. 
Um, and then the song that plays is 1950 um, by King Princess. And that's the song Harry's talked about before on Twitter. And I love the song. I like her other two songs that she has. Um, and one of the best moments was like when that song came on, I, I was at the Birmingham show, like a couple girls in front of me, like turned to each other and like squealed and we're like, oh my God, this song, this song. Um, so that was really sweet. But yeah, if you haven't listened to 1950 by King Princess, please do. And then on her SoundCloud, she also has Send Picks and what's the other one called? I'm blanking out, um, but really, really good. And that's the song that comes on at the end of his show. Um, and that was it. That was the end of his, all of his performances. Um, let me read these comments. Katerina says, Anna is so fun live. I heard it, I think, once or twice before my show and I just knew the lyrics and screamed them. My voice cracks quite noticeably in one of my videos. Um, I love medicine as well. I currently tend to listen to my concert video, even though I cringe whenever I hear myself screaming. I love that when, like when people are filming if you're like watching a periscope and you can hear them singing along and stuff I think that's so cute it shows how into it we all are um yeah Anna Live was just so much fun as well as medicine um Stephanie said I listened to Anna once before my concert in medicine a few times I was just so excited for medicine um Katarina said Oberhausen was really quiet during from the dining table Munich started clapping which I'm not a fan of Mannheim screamed so much and clapped. I was so annoyed and kind of destroys it for me. Yeah, I saw the version where like everyone was dead silent in the whole place and I thought that was so cool. Um, I would love to have been there for that. I think that's really awesome. Um, I agree. Like I, I think the clapping sounds good, but I'm not sure Harry wants it. Um, so like I'm still not sure of it. I didn't clap, but I think it sounds good for the Da, 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 da. now I'm just singing from over the rainbow <laughs> but the the part where he like gets higher and higher um that's where the clapping is it sounds good but I'm not sold on it being the version that should happen I don't know I'd have to hear Harry's opinion because like it is such a quiet song and like when that version of everyone being like being silent during it is just so beautiful and like I think when I hate when people scream during it and like people scream during some of the other silent things they'll scream out like because they want attention or something I just find that so rude and it makes me really mad um because I think Harry's gonna notice or say something back or whatever I don't know but I hate when people scream during from the dining table or any other like quiet song not like screaming like when you're supposed to scream but like screaming like when it's all quiet and then someone goes like said something rude or something you know it's just kind of like that's not really nice um Amanda said I'll definitely learn them both before I see him I'm just sort of hoping they'll be officially released <laughs> before since my show is two months away hey we might get studio versions who knows Stephanie said I avoided watching any concert videos before seeing it in real life though Sophie said I have to go to I have to go look after my baby let me know if you'd like to do a podcast about the concert oh thank you Sophie go take care of your babies Sophie's like mom of the year I swear to god she's the best um like after the concert she got like three hours of sleep or like she had to go because she has a six-month-old baby um she had to go and like take care of her baby um and I was like I slept in and she had to like be up taking care of her kids I was like oh my gosh you're amazing 
Um, <clears throat> Stephanie said those challenge vids were hilarious, the whale ones. Um, Katarina says bye. I don't know if that was bye to Sophie or if, if Katarina was leaving. Um, <clears throat> Amanda says, oh my gosh, at my show he faked starting Sign of the Times but played Kiwi again. <laughs> he was fully saying see you next year and all that stuff. That's so funny. Um, Stephanie says bye to Sophie and Katarina says that she was saying bye to Sophie. Um, what else do I have to say about this? I think just the weirdest thing about all my concerts is like knowing that like they all happened within the span of a week and now I'm not going to see Harry again until he tours probably his second album. Um, I think that's just like the weirdest thing is like it wasn't like this was spread over a number of months or across the years. Like I went to three concerts in one week and that was just like a lot and amazing. And now it's like, it's all over. And it's like, he's not even gonna tour. Like he has so much tour left to go. It's just like the beginning for him. He has all the way through July. Um, but now it's like, he's not gonna be, I'm not gonna see him live. I'm not gonna see him in person for so, so long probably next year maybe the year after depends on when he puts his album out I'm still hoping we get a November album you guys I feel like that we might have the possibility of that um maybe not but like we're not going to get a tour for a while um so that's just the weirdest part I think that like we don't really know uh when we're going to see him again but obviously we have like all of I still have all the online stuff and he's got so many more shows and so many more amazing things that are going to happen um, throughout the entire tour I think he's going to Australia next he still has the US and a whole bunch of other countries um, so I'm, I mean there's all that but it's just weird that like physically in person given that I went to like three shows and I went to two last year it's just strange that like we don't know when the next time he's going to be touring again is. I certainly won't be in England. I'll be back in the U.S. It's just strange. Strange, strange. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I guess it's like now looking forward to what's coming next from Harry. Not that this tour is over. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <clears throat> Katarino. Amanda said... I just need to know if Olivia is playing before the show as amazing as it sounds. Oh, show is as amazing as it sounds. Yeah, so Harry has a playlist of a whole bunch of songs that he's clearly picked that he wants to play before he comes on. So after Mabel, Mabel finishes and like the or the opening act, whatever it is, and he comes on, there's different songs that play, like an entire playlist of songs. And at the end of it, he comes on. And one of the songs, they're all clearly hand chosen by Harry. And one of the songs they play is Olivia. And every time Olivia comes on, the entire crowd goes wild and sings along and it's very exciting. And it makes you just think that you could invite people to an arena and just play One Direction songs and we'd have a great time. Like, just play them out loud, and One Direction doesn't even have to be there, and we would have a good time. So yeah, Olivia being there, Olivia playing is really exciting. Like, London Night 1, when I had arrived and was just sort of, like, getting water outside, I heard everyone start screaming, and it was because Olivia had started playing in the venue, <laughs> um, and I just knew it was so fun. And, like, yeah, people go wild for that. So, yeah, Olivia playing was really exciting. I don't know why Harry doesn't play Olivia live. He really should. Um, 
but yeah, it was, it was very exciting. Um, Katarina said, I'm taking a quick break. Carrie apparently wears a kilt and I need, what? Wait, Carrie in a kilt? What? What? You guys, this is what happens when I record for two hours. I miss everything that's happening. When did he wear a kilt? Where are these pictures? Where are these pictures? I need Harry in a kilt. I don't know if I'm going to find them. Is he performing tonight? I'm not sure. Um, anywho, uh, Stephanie says, at Amanda, yes, we basically had 12,000 people, <laughs> 12,000 people sing along. Seriously, guys, venues could sell out of people just coming to dance and sing to One Direction. I feel like that's a really good way to make money and I might have to do it. Um, but yeah. I think that's everything. Do you guys have any last questions? Let me know. I'm excited to see these kilt pictures of Harry. Um, yeah, anyone who's listening, let me know what you thought of this and like leave comments about your Harry experience, concert experience. Um, or if you have any other questions for me, like should I do another episode or like mini episode about like specifically answering questions about like pit versus not pit versus like what to bring to a concert i feel like i covered a lot of that but if you guys have anything else you want me to talk about because now i've been to five harry shows so i feel like and all, all of them were different and i had different seats and different spots and different experiences for all of them um so yeah let me know if you want me to do if there's anything else i didn't really cover you want me to go into more detail because I'm very happy to answer all of that ticket buying, all that type of stuff. Um, because I've done a lot of it now over the years between One Direction and Harry and Niall and, you know, Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift. And I've seen Demi Lovato and a lot of like artists that buying tickets is something crucial and all that type of stuff. So let me know if you have any questions. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to episode 131 of Talk Direction. You can follow me on Twitter or the podcast on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email at talkdirection at gmail.com. Go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com or our Instagram, which is just talkdirection. And I like to post stories over there and I've posted like different concert stories over there. I don't know if they're still there, but that's what I do on Instagram and post sort of like the general episode photos and whatnot. Um, I have a video of the rainbow. That was actually the one time out of all three of my concerts that I filmed something when I was in the, th the London night two, I filmed the rainbow. So I'll put that up over there. Um, you can also follow me individually on Twitter. I'm at Caitlin I R Foster and Caitlin is spelled C A I T L I N. And of course we have our Patreon where you can support the podcast which is patreon.com slash talk direction. Um, I've been doing a lot of fun extra content over there. I've styled all of Harry's merch that I have in a fun video. Um, most recently, uh, Lucia, who was on for the medicine episodes, um, we talked about queerness in the 1D fandom. We talked about like the, the pros and cons of shipping, um, like relationship shipping in the fandom. So we talk about, we get real over on the Patreon. So if you wanna hear that type of stuff, um, there's a lot of stuff that we like, like that there's a paywall um, <laughs> that like not everyone can hear it, but if you like support us, then you get that bonus content. But yeah, we have videos over there and extra half hour of the show for Talk Direction down low, um, access to the Google documents that I use to plan the show, um, other fun stuff like that. So if you're interested, go check out the Patreon. Um, yeah, and you can rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. 
as well as on SoundCloud. And actually, if you do go on the Patreon, I haven't said this recently, um, to get Talk Direction down low straight to your podcast app, you can do that by getting the RSS feed, which I think it's like on the right top hand corner of the Patreon screen. If you just copy that link, email it to yourself, and then when you go into the, um, whatever podcasting app you can, app you use, um, you can just simply add a podcast. So like for the one on the iPhone, if you're on the unplayed thing at the bottom, up at the top, there's a little plus sign. You hit that and you can say add podcast and you can simply paste in the URL from the Patreon into your, um, into your app. And then you'll get all the talk direction down low stuff straight to your phone so you don't have to like log on to patreon and get it that way and i think i do that for the patreon people that i'm subscribed to and it's so much easier because it just comes right with your regular podcast as soon as it's posted so it's super easy um but yeah that is everything um looking at the comments looking at the comments um katarina said if you still need the pictures of hair in a kilt i tweeted you i need to go to twitter now um um, what else? Um, Stephanie says, this was great. Smiley face. Katarina said, loved this. The smiley faces are so odd in the YouTube comments. They look like squished little blobs. They're so funny. Um, Stephanie said, also, I'm sorry to all the amazing suits, but the kilt wins on principle at the moment. Wait, so is this something he's wearing at the concert? Oh my God. Oh my God. I see it. I see it. Oh, wow. Wow. He's legit wearing a kilt, like, to the concert. Oh, my God. Uh, also, I totally didn't realize this was you. Oh, I love connecting that. <laughs> Katarina, the person I always call Kata, Kata, and then go Kata, Kata, Kata. <laughs> um, nice. I love that I can, I, like, don't know who's who on YouTube because the names are all different on YouTube. I'm trying to figure out who's who. But, ah. Now I know who I've been talking to. Um, this is amazing. Thank you for sending me those. I didn't realize that this loveliness was happening. So thank you for updating me. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything. Uh, Amanda said pit tickets for my show are literally $400. That's not happening. Yeah, I would not pay $400 for pit tickets. Maybe they'll go down in price <laughs> when you get closer. Make sure you're also, if you're like looking for one ticket, that you put in one rather than two. Because often like two tickets can be more pricey or you, it's harder to find. So if you're only going alone, put in one. Katarina says, hey, hi, my first name is Bianca. I always use my second name. I'm also Haza Details on Instagram. Ah, again, didn't know who I was talking to. You find something new every day. I love that. It's cause, it's cause on social media, a lot of times people have different names across every single platform. So hold on, let me go to Instagram. Yeah, I've been talking to you on Instagram. Didn't know it was you. Oh, well. Um, I was like, oh, lovely people everywhere. Meanwhile, it's all the same person who's being lovely. Um, anywho, you guys, I think this is it. Um, I'm going to end the episode and then I can end the YouTube. Um, but yeah, so what else did I have to say? Yeah, I think that's everything. So I'm Caitlin. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this really, really long coverage of my Harry episode. Again, if you want to see the YouTube live video, I mean, it's just me sitting in my bedroom. <laughs> 
drinking my coffee, having to pee. But if you want that video footage, um, feel free to go check it out. It's linked on Twitter. Um, just scroll down until it says like, I'm going live on YouTube and that's where you can see it. I guess if you've reached the end of this episode, then you're probably not gonna go back and watch it on YouTube. Um, but yeah, I'm Caitlin. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time for episode 132. Bye.